You're listening to Thursday Nights, Season 4, Episode 27. Tooth, perhaps Kundrakar itself. I don't know where that is. I'm in Kundrakar. Uh, we find Oil Vein, Scrimcorn, Baron, Mock, Bruston, Bear Jaw, standing nearby a rope bridge, many orc corpses lying scattered throughout this large chamber, the distant sounds of flowing water hundreds of feet below in this large cavernous area. Rika has just departed, has set off towards the kitchen uh, to climb back up through the chimney up to, uh, and to go find, uh, what's his name, that you guys had rescued. The poor, uh, the poor soul who had been here, uh, trapped here for a month on the brink of death Vastly improving his odds of survival. Yeah, you loaned loaned your donkey to him to uh, to get back home. Now Rika will go up and accompany him. He was basically definitely going to die before, and now he will Surely. pretty much definitely not die. But we didn't know that. Know that. Yeah. But now... We I mean, you gave him the options. Now that... They were all bad options. Yeah, like, he was in a tough place, and he made a tough decision, and fate smiled upon him. Though Rika will surely not during their trial, their travels. That's also absolutely true. <laughs> uh, Mock <clears throat> gives a uh, cranes his neck and gives a good listen to see if there's other orc filth heading down the passages. Uh, you hear nothing of the sort at the time being. Scrimcorn had cut off the uh, the orc that had been ordered to go around, uh, apparently, and uh, and strike from behind, and uh, Scrimcorn chased him down. That orc was also really dumb. He really wanted to get in the fight and wasn't going when ordered multiple times until finally the fight was starting to go bad, and that's when he fled. Scrimcorn took him down. Seems like that hesitation may have uh, made the difference. Get him over, man. So, uh, <clears throat> Mox says, uh, he's, uh, he says, the, the knees are a bit wobbly with all the exertion of the travel here. Uh, he says, best make some safe precautions for crossing that rickety bridge. And he takes out a rope and ties himself to it so that he can cross with the uh, safety line. Right, that makes uh, crossing very safe. It's not too hard of a bridge to traverse when you're not being fired at anyway, and the line makes uh, uh, increases the safety here. They're able to get across. Scrimcorn and someone was on the other Ricka. side. Oh, I, I was. was like halfway across. <laughs> Bear Jaw was halfway across when the fight ended. <laughs> so disappointing. So we basically just drew fire once again in the way that Bear Jaw was, by this time standing on a precarious situation. Yeah. They're like, for sure we'll kill one if we just fire at that one. Build that, build that big one full of arrows. Every time. 
just hook, line, and sinker. Um, That's the problem. She just keeps looking like a very vulnerable target and then is ultimately not. Very much not. It's ironic. Clearly they'd have huge. more luck if they just shoot at Drewston. Like that guy in the, at the Rusty Piton who just fully stabbed her in the gut and then just got murdered. <laughs> huh. Like. And now you're true. dead. She bleeds <laughs> like a stone. Thwap. <laughs> uh, so... And, uh, you know, getting on the other side, it just, it, it, it seems like it's, it should be understood at this point that we are going to, we are going to cut our way through this dungeon. Um, that this is, this is the direction, and unless anyone objects and starts saying we should come back up the, uh, about the chimney, it just seems like moving forward is, is the, is the, no, that's I'm a little tired, tired but upward. I'm... I've been worse since I've been hanging with you lot. Yeah. Since we've been Locke hanging says, with then, you. Uh, he says, he says, then, uh, there's no waste in time. He says, uh, we'll, uh, we'll press our advantage and see what sort of, see what sort of resistance is assured up here. That other fellow said he was taken by three or four orcs. And they tend to group up more, but hard to say how big of a war band this is, or if it's if it's if it's much of, of anything more than a than an encampment, we'll soon we'll soon see. Aye, the fellow in the kitchen wasn't very useful. Thinking back on it as well, the kitchen uh, itself is not a large facility, um, and knowing what you do about you know settlements and whatnot, and those of you that are more well traveled, and Drustin is specifically archaeologist, like he thinks about these sorts of things and. It couldn't. If that's the only kitchen, that could not support. That could not support a large population. Mock adds, adds that uh, he says, "With our look, it's a it's a it's a small grouping, and we can flush it out and ensure that no one will be following us up to the to the main the main uh, tooth once we're done." Plot eight sounds good. Um. Baron takes. Are, are, we got some dead orcs here, and uh, yeah. checking the bodies, see if there's anything. They got coins in their pockets. In their pockets. Uh, they certainly do. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get that. So Baron's searching. Yeah. Mock is helping to throw the bodies that are thoroughly searched down the cri- the crevasse. Clear, clear. Uh, after. After Baron snaps off their tusks. Yeah. She, she gets. She gets. A, they have those like little things. So it's not. Yeah. Uh, it's like, a word of caution, though. If there may be people down there, we might be just be alerting them that we're coming. Good. Well, well, yeah. Which way are you going? We are throwing the bodies down the crevasse where already one body has fallen. Oh yes, right. Yeah. Uh, but as Mark M- 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 nods, uh, he says, uh, he says, "Oi, but but if I'm a bitten man, be uh, be less likely for someone to to come upon him down there than up here." Maybe. Just a word of caution at all. Take it to best judgment. <laughs> As he continues to rifle in your pocket. Birdot takes great pleasure in tossing the bodies over De-looting, the edge. Detoothing. Diem disembarking. <laughs> yeah, after uh, after putting it all together, their 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 gear is uh, the gear is. Um, not anything to speak of is, uh, as far as craftsmanship goes here. Um, uh, and what they're wearing is mostly, uh, cold weather, cold weather gear, although orcs, orcs don't have to wear a ton, so, uh, 
it's knowing durable, what you, but it's like really rustic and kind of like yeah, yeah, not not really anything worth uh, uh, worth selling or making a coin from. Since I know that's what Mock is thinking about constantly. All the time. Uh, other than the fact that uh, a couple of them do have just straight up coin on them. Uh, in total, it all adds up to about forty five gold. Nice. Anything specifically from our... One of them, in fact, you had found, uh, it was tucked away into, like, a... The orc had clearly cut a slit in his, uh, in his cloak and, like, stowed it away, probably hiding it from his fellow orcs. That's where, uh, that's where a majority of that coin was found. Is there any, uh, any indication about the the stuff that the Mm -hmm. fellow in the kitchen, woman, any of their personal, personal kind of, uh, keepsakes or something that would indicate... They were. The, the what the orcs wear is uh, is very patchwork. Clearly, uh, likely stolen uh, uh, in various bits. But you know, some you know if they you know disrobed them a month ago and had been wearing it all this time, it's so worn down that it's nothing to speak of anymore. Not any jewelry to speak of. They weren't anyone special, and the remains are nothing special. I mean, as he told you, the uh, their families were ransomed, and their families couldn't afford it. That's what the orcs told them. Brutal. <laughs> Just not rich enough to have a family. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't head back. Don't you ever head back. Me. Uh, I don't have access to the quartermaster document. Anybody got that handy? Let's see. I can, I can open it up. Unless you got it, you got it Kevin? Uh, I think I remember seeing it. In, uh, I believe it's in our private our private share. Oh, wait, we don't have a private share. Yes. We oh, did once, but public. I don't know. It's in the public share. Kevin will get it. Someone write it down in the meantime. How much was it again? 45? 45 gold total. In coins. In various coins. We're not going to worry about the different denominations of coins. Okay. I'll post the Lincoln Slack. The Lincoln Thank you. Slack. The Lincoln Slack. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've got it right here. Quartermaster. There's a nice. You want me to add uh, Yeah, just go ahead and add 45 gold to right. that. Eric will be quartermaster for the evening. Yes. Works. Okay. <laughs> Alright. So you've searched all of the orcs. What's the immediate surroundings look like? Remind me. So there's. So the immediate surroundings are you have uh, you have a bridge that goes uh, east to west, the rope bridge. You came from the east side, uh, that really only goes to the doors that you came through. On the west side, there are large stone doors that are currently closed, mm-hmm. and flanking that on this big platform on the other side, this big, you know, outcropping of platform. Uh, there's a secret door on either side, and both of them are swiveled open because orcs poured through both sides. Mm. Okay. Um, <clears throat> think this might be the front door. Uh, they did seem to be facing the other way when we like get showing up. Yeah. And there are two there are two uh, braziers on uh, flanking the flanking the big stone doors, but they're not currently lit. Mark says uh, he says one tunnel at a time. Then he says we go right, we go left, and then we go then we go main. No, I think I think this might be like open to the mountain. He says. Uh, uh, he says, he says, oi, but we'll, we'll have to, we'll have to check them all out. Right, right, I'm just saying, if that's outside, <laughs> I'd like to know. That might not be anything out there. Mark says, you want to go there first? 
But right, there might not be nothing there. There's probably nothing there. Oh, Alright, give it a look. Bear <laughs> <laughs> Judd is like a really like. I roll at this exchange. It could have taken a lot longer. You guys are all on this <laughs> it side. It didn't take very quickly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he walks up to the giant pair of stone doors and uh, listens uh, for a second, see if he hears anything, and otherwise just gives it a push. He doesn't hear anything. Yeah, so he uh, gives it a push. Uh, it doesn't work, then he gives it a pull, and it pulls open. Yeah. Um, and uh, these big doors <laughs> scrape as they open up, and... Well, you can't really hear anything over that. Uh, you immediately see, as you start to open it, uh, the bodies of two orcs in front uh, uh, in front of the door. Like, you see them out there. Oh, and one is, oh, all of a sudden, like, getting up, clearly waking up from sleep. And you hear him shout something in orcish. I understand orcish. The Bearja understands, and he says, Rose, just laying down! I'm not losing to sleep! As he's, like, starting to get up. <laughs> yeah, just like that. That's what it sounded like. Uh, I mean, for, for everybody else. You're my orcas for the whole evening. You will sleep now. Uh, yeah. Baird goes kill to you. kill these guys. She says that just in calm. Who strikes first? Spells roll in. 20s. Roll initiatives. What? Roll initiatives. I, I would love to roll a 20, can I? I have a 20. Oh, I have a 12. You have a 20? Uh, no, I have a 20. With my initiative. Oh, 20 total. 15. 20 total. 20? Bok, act first. Fuck yeah. Head shaver, aptly named. Uh, he, he comes in with quick strikes at, at the vital parts of recently roused uh, prone soldiers. And it makes quick work of... Uh, it makes quick work of uh, both orcs just... Yeah. Snick snack. Snick snack. Like the Borble Blade in the Jabberwocky, which is where The second one had never even stirred. The first one was getting up, but the other one was still, like, laying uh, uh, clearly in a deep sleep. And as blood pours forth from their their, uh, gurgling corpses, it is not the uh, the door to the outside, I'm assuming. It is the door to the outside. It is the door to the outside. He turns uh, to Ben and says, "Hmm, You're right. Yeah, you see, uh, what you see here is a, um, uh, the snowy, uh, bright outside, since it's midday, it's mid-morning, and, uh, so as the doors, the doors opened up, you can see that there's a, it's like a very depressed way down, uh, into the mountain area here, so it, a pathway moves forward, and you can see some stairs moving up to the right, as, uh, and you, like, look up, and you can sort of see the edge of a, of a, like, a snowy, uh, like uh a ledge. Yeah, like a ledge. Uh, most likely, these stairs must probably go and move up high, which would make the entrance to this place very hidden yeah. from uh, from any observation from any angle here, mm. other than the fact that there is a path that goes up. Well, then, he looks out the door and he points back to the way where he came from. Was that, hey, was that Karunjika? Was that... <laughs> no, there's got to be more, but this is Karunjika rope bridge and kitchen. Was we that, went in through the kitchen. Was that this was the front door. Far too modest. <laughs> <laughs> I hope there's more to it. Uh, Aye, 45 gold, I hope so too. (laughs) (laughs) We debt and the overall burden of my debt. Uh, Mock does look down the secret passages to confirm where they are leading. Um, I mean, the door's already open, just give him a quick peek. 
Yeah, looking down the uh, uh, the southern secret passage, uh, you see what you um, you see what you would expect based on the construction. This is dwarven defenses, like through and through. Um, you go and you see that it just curves around and flanks the outside, uh, creating a very hard to spot. Um, arrow slit that overlooks that same front area where the sleeping orcs were. Yeah. Um, otherwise a dead end. That's where the one orc came out of on the left side, which is the south side. Um, however, on the right side, you uh, you take a peek down and you see the same thing, an arrow slit that, uh, that looks out over the entrance, but this one has a hallway that then curves off to the north. And taking a quick peek down it, you can see that there are more arrow slits that overlook the, uh, the overlook that path that had curved around the side, so more defensive uh, defensive arrow slits there as people would approach this front door. Gotcha, gotcha. And um, this is the side where three orcs poured out of. Mops, so well, Mops conducted. Yeah, he nods in, in, in respect, you know. Uh, well done, well done. Sure, I'm glad I didn't have to come in the front door. However, you did not see it. You did not fully explored that side. Right, right. Uh, That's the side where the guy was saying, go back in. Right, right, right. He says, uh, stands to reason, perhaps this is a, another way back around to the uh, far side of the bridge. Um, there were doors that we didn't open back in the... No doors, hallways. There There's hallways. not a lot of doors that, that you've seen in this place so far. Gotcha. Other, well, you're, now, you're right. We, I, I, I literally have asked personally like three times about doors and have been wrong every there, time. There were two paths. There were two paths. There, the, the, from that main, like, sort of, like, sleeping area where that was flanking the, um... It was right next to the prison, the little makeshift jail. There were multiple paths out of that, and you guys went down the most like carved path, which is to the front door, right, which right. is now unsurprising. What you've seen of the place, aha! It like moves in, and then it's more like rough, like more natural cavern system. Mock turns back to the group and says, <clears throat> "He says, in my mind, he says, uh, leaving no enemies at our at our rear when we enter Karundrakar for all the all the dangers it may hold." Makes makes sense to me. Agreed. He says, "Let's uh, let's uh, let's walk these final paths and see if we can see see if we can discover what more lies here on the outside on the outskirts." Should we barricade this door in case whoever's after us comes through, decides to come this way? Says, you cannot say barricade without bear. Well, we could use a wedge. <laughs> I don't expect you to stay in front of the door forever. No, I was thinking. <laughs> Put something heavy in front of door. Like a bear. Like bear. Look, you use a wedge. <laughs> Barrier much stronger than witch. She said bear again with barrier. It's a little triangle thing. You jam it in the... I do not have time for dwarven spell. <laughs> <laughs> she goes over like whatever she can find, anything like ruin-wise. Like a large pillar or something. Just some like yeah, large like boulder that has come off of the wall. Picks up the boulder. Presumably, it's not more than one thousand eighty pounds. Before she blocks the door, any coins in the pockets of the fellows outside? (laughs) (laughs) Only money. Oh, you have the full computed number. Yeah, it's right there now. It was not there on the old sheet. One thousand eighty pound push drag or lift. Look, as long as you get that, that quadruple digits. Yeah, that's what we're talking about, bear jaw style. So yeah, so she picks up like a boulder and is just like not listening about this wedge nonsense and just like shoves it in front of the door, nice and sturdy, very strong. Very good. Uh, any anything in the pockets of the fellows outside that we got before? Um, <laughs> ten more gold. Yeah. Okay. If, if I ask, can I have more gold? Yeah. 
Can we just ask you multiple times? <laughs> What's your passive perception? Clarence <laughs> is worth 10 gold. Um, so, uh, yeah, Boulder and maybe just like hammering a few pitons into the ground. Into the stone behind the door. You're like, yeah, yeah, good, good. Boulder, but also the wedge. <laughs> yeah, like, like a, a dwarven door does not leave a lot of space to actually put a wedge no. underneath it. It's remarkable in terms of like the seal against the floor and the ease with well, which it's sitting. However, that would be if this were a maintained place, and that is what you are expecting. But as you uh, as you go to like look at this area, you see corrosion. Uh, you see, yeah, definitely. Definitely corrosion. Yeah. Definitely the wrong corrosion. Um, erosion. Corrosion. Yes. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, Mark and I are there's both. There's some corrosion on the metal fittings, and erosion on the stone. I think you could both uh, say that it was chemically corroded by elements of the air, but I think that would be precedent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, both provision and masonry, so yeah. it seems like finding a give good us, spot. Give us a roll because we want it to be well done. Roll crafts. There's crafts, right? Oh, there's not crafts. No, it's, that it's, was it's, it's basically just a beer. It's actually uh, it's your uh, proficiency, proficiency modifier, your proficiency bonus. To a lot of they have a lot of stuff where it's like you. There's no like thieves tool skill. Yeah, yeah. You roll your proficiency. So you bonus roll. With your, uh, good with then make tools. a then make a wisdom check uh, with your proficiency bonus. Cool. And this is with disadvantage because it's an ability check, and I'm exhausted. Level one. I'll give you aid though. Let's let's call it even. Yeah, so you're definitely working together on this. Yeah. So that gives me a source of advantage and a source of disadvantage. So I just have neither. Uh, yeah, Thirteen yeah. Uh, plus my proficiency bonus, which is two, so fifteen. Fifteen Very and a thousand pounds of stone. All right. Uh, go ahead and get, make a notation of that for later. Yeah. Um, I guess I should, but yeah, we got it. I'm not gonna. Actually, can you hand me my... Did I have a green pad of paper down on top of that thingy? That's why I'm trying to use that as my... Your dungeon notepad? My notepad, because it's awesome. Oh, sorry. Right. I was going to focus. love this Engineering paper. paper. Engineering paper is the best paper. They make you buy it for fancy math classes. Yes. That's how I learned about it. And it Well, no, is... no. That's the funny part. Math classes, you don't write on that side. You write on the other side. On the other side? Yep. No, 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 no yeah, you're right. No, this is the side. Yeah, it shows through a lot better than it usually does. Yes. Yeah, this this is the really good stuff. Yeah, and it's really really expensive. The grid's darker on the other side, but you don't use that side. Yeah, you never use this side. You use this side. It's awesome. That's weird. That's amazing paper. Awesome. <laughs> um, the uh, what you call it? Like so the the pathway that we kind of spied with the multiple arrow holes seems like possibly a way back across the bridge without doing the whole safety, what have you. Uh, say that again, sorry. So uh, it, it, I'm just saying, uh, in terms of where to go next, the, the passageway with the multiple arrow holes, the secret passageway on the right, I yes. think it was, yeah, yeah. seems like the, the next place to explore to see if we can get back across the uh, the, the chasm um, for free. Or not, without using the bridge, I guess I'm saying. Sounds good right. to me. All right, so the group heads up that Bear job first, let's be clear. Bear job first. <laughs> Bear job first. Yeah, why don't you just get your minis on the board doing marching order? Yeah. not going to slow the story down, but get that in the meantime. Oil Vane, how are you enjoying your, uh... You've been in Dwarven Ruins before? Um... You are a bit of a youngin'. Yeah, not really. I think, uh... Unless there was anything that was kind of around Skullport underwater deep, mm-hmm. but he wouldn't have noticed it, so this is, a, this is actually his first education in regards to oh, paying attention sweet. to it. Oh, so he's not someone that, like, would have even, like, 
thought to pay attention to yeah. the like area that he's in. It's like rocks is rocks. Rocks is rocks. Rocks is rocks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Baron is waxing eloquent on the uh, on the excellent, you know, dwarven craftsmanship, and you know, pointing out small details like, and this is all, you know, according to you know the laws and writs of Moradin as is laid down in the good books. Uh, it was often my job as a cleric to go and make sure things were, you know, done as accordingly. Sure, there's plenty of innovation and whatnot, and you know those things have judged more. But this is a, as I've seen so far, fairly well organized keep. And what Baron can especially tell here is that this is a keep built for war. This is a keep built for built to be defended more than anything else, and it it. That stands to, um, that matches up to the reputation, the, the stories of Kunjakar, which was, it was built by, uh, it was built by what had remained of a fleeing, uh, of a fleeing tribe, their original home being completely sacked by orcs, and they built this secret fortress, um, to essentially rebuild their, rebuild their clan, hmm. and, uh, and to continue their crafts. Hmm. Um, so you can tell that, you know, whereas a lot of dwarven places are built with a variety of purposes. This one, like, a lot of the, a lot of the construction elements you can see, there's dwarves don't forego the craftsmanship for aesthetic purposes in general, but you can tell that, like, the pendulum swings a little bit more towards yeah. utilitarian here than, than your average dwarven place. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna put a mini out for screaming and dressing. Oh, uh, please do. I was thinking about just mechanics cause. we can use when people are gone, and I was thinking about basically going with the warlord idea, basically having any character allowing to just use their action to essentially um, have one of them do something that they would normally do. So if yeah. you're like, man, this would be a situation where Drusen's illusion would be perfect, yeah. the narratively, that should absolutely be possible, right? Yeah. So it's just like, okay, use your action to do it. Then I still balance it for the number of players that are at the table, but you have a little more situational utility. Gotcha. I'm, I'm making the red guy scrim we, we could do that, you know, if and when it comes yeah, yeah, uh, I, I think I think it would be another challenge for us to try to <clears throat> Is it? Oh, no, I'm just using that. I think Dan has his own mini. He does? I thought that was it right there. No, that's, uh, that's Justin. Uh, we're missing Bear Dog. Believe, right? well. No, Drustin has his own mini, and he has uh, it. You is it holding a rat? That is, you're right. That's, that's, that's Scrim. Drustin yeah, his his took his, his mini home with him, I guess. Yeah, we'll take one like that. I'll just hold on to right now, because... Oh, she okay. broke off her... No, it's not okay. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta do some painting or some and gluing. And some glue. Oh, that's I a busted gluing. foot. Well, you know what? When you have one foot oh, on your mini... Oh, it's because you have a single contact I wonder... Yikes! Yeah, she broke her ankle. Achilles heel. On her. Right off. You'll be able to do that right back Yeah, but if I can figure out how to fuck it, I feel like I'm missing another piece. A little no, 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 plastic. No, it's like that. Found it. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah okay. We, we can do it. We can. We can buff that out. We, we can, can fix her. I can do it. I we can, can do fix it her. nine times. Well, we have this other fellow with an axe who can yeah, be a no, stand okay. in for a moment. Okay, so next, I'm, I'm just going to have another one reprinted in brass, and then this won't happen again. <laughs> Are you going to? Yeah, at some point. I knocked the feet off mine, too, because like, I actually broke it apart. But it was so like nuts, a, right? two points of contact, at least. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I knew I was taking a risk. I didn't realize it was that fragile. It's so light, it dropped to the floor. I couldn't Super dog! I like, I like my stainless steel one because... Not being a painter person, like I'm it actually quite pleased with really how it good. looks good. Was it that yeah. color? Yeah. The, the best, that's the color when it came when it showed it up. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Burnished band. 
Anyway, no worries. I've Enjoy got it. I've got that jaw over there. You're the guy in the back, right, Baron? Um, yeah, Baron's in the back. Baron usually brings up the rear. Baron in the back with the. I painted many a friend. Baron takes sits the on top of my keys, like where I hang my keys every day. Very good. <laughs> it is sat there. What do you put with the unpainted ones? I don't even know where they are. They're in a box somewhere. Probably with all my other D and D Pretty, stuff. pretty cool. Is that the one that a fan painted? Yeah. And then sent it back? Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, here we go. Justin never, Kevin never liked that, but I'm gonna make him the dwarven wizard that I always wanted to use for him. I mean, <laughs> that's good enough for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> everyone has, a, everyone of course has a final veto about what their minis will be, but I always have opinions of what I wish they were. <laughs> of, course. of course. I mean, he's a dwarf wizard. Yeah, dwarf wizard, goddammit, we have one. <laughs> Alright, we got the oil van, we got them, we got them. When I pulled that thing out of the box, I was like, never use this shit. And I'm like, finally, and he's like, I don't like that. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> I guess we could get rid of that. We don't need this one. Yeah, we don't. Okay, so, uh, little chit chat as you guys uh, <laughs> gather uh, gather together and head up this, uh, head up this side path. Um, you can see that uh, in addition to the arrow slit that is pointing towards where the sleeping orcs were, there are three more uh, uh, that follow the pathway. And you peek out each of them and you can see that indeed, as you expected, the path has a couple stairways that go up and then curve around a, a, a corner again that must be the way out that heads up to the, connects to the path that you saw on your Leading way into ledge. this place. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, to so the chimney. Yeah. Gotcha. Here. Can see what it looks like. Ta-da! Yeah, there's the entrance. There's your pathway that you're in. And it just goes like up like that. Gotcha. Yeah, I do. Cool. So we're really kind of like circumnavigating the perimeter. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh. However, you uh when you explore this way further, the hallway goes. Uh, the hallway goes another. 30, 35 feet or so. Are we seeing, speaking of craftsmanship angle, are we seeing anything like a symbol of an identifier? I mean, dwarves will take, if they have time, if they're given time, will, I think, make a lot of mundane things quite signature, right? Even though it is like a battle, kind of like, again, a very practical fortress. Are we seeing anything so along Mach, the lines? So, what, what, when, when Mach is sort of inspecting this, although a lot of it is eroded, perhaps even corroded, um, <laughs> and uh, is saying that there's not a lot of what you might expect in the entrance of a traditional dwarven home where that's, those symbols would be quite prominent um, sort of showing this is who we are and that uh, could quite possibly be owed to the fact that this is a place that was not trying to advertise um, who is here sure. uh, to, to the first visitors that might knock on the door but Mock, being a uh, a craftsman of, uh, of with quite a practiced eye, Mock can see some details put into the carvings that nobody but a that nobody but a dwarven craftsman would even recognize as a calling card, and he can see it in there. It's carved very deliberately in these specific ways, mostly corroded. Hard, hard you wouldn't. He'd be hard pressed to identify, you know, the clan that made it, but he can see that in there, like that telltale signs of a dwarven signature in the work. Like channels and flares and kind of like hard edges and you know, it's one of those things where it's like you take a step back and you see that like a little bit of an angle on this piece, this this kind of like the torch 
uh, kind of sconce will like actually draw the eye to like the other corner of the room where another thing kind of follows through that line and it just kind of fits together in these ways. <laughs> it's um, like a joke. <laughs> it's yeah, like a secret joke. <laughs> it's almost, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, depending on whether yeah, you take this seriously or just see kind of utter, like, again, is, 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 are they just doing this just for the, the, the sake of, the, the sake of, of, of boredom or kind of intricacy? Yeah, is it, is it, is it like... Victorian gaudiness, or, or is it something that is, you know, a true calling card? It's, it's, it's the eye of the beholder here, but it's very much present, you know, behind there. the scenes. However, this hallway ends in a dead end, about 30 feet past the last uh, arrow slit. Fuck. How do we turn this around? Well, Any secret doors or something? Or... Yeah. Passageways? Hidden nooks and crannies? Or how does it end? Does it look like a collapsed cave? Is it just a natural wall? No, not a collapsed wall? cave. Like a carved right-angle walls. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, we, we should definitely investigate. All right. Uh, Roll some perceptions. Sure. I will assist. So you don't have to suck. Thank you. Uh, that's and pretty you good. And you suck. Da, ba, Thank you for ba, not ba, da, ba, 21. Indeed, you find uh, what must only be dwarven make. Uh, it's actually having gone through the secret doors that led into this place originally is what caused you to know what to look for. And you see the telltale seam in the uh, stonework. There is a secret door against this dead end facing east, which is the direction going back deeper, the direction the bridge would walk yeah. parallel quite far north of it. <clears throat> the dwarves made it and the dwarves shall keep it. Onward. Uh, any trick to opening it? Uh, nope. The trick to opening it is knowing that it's there. Okay, sweet. So, uh, giving it, uh, uh, giving it a little, uh, there, there's a little bit of a trick. Like, it's a, you can't just push against it. Someone leaning against the wall isn't going to give it away. But there's this sort of way of, like, pushing and pulling at the yeah. same time that causes it to move freely. It's like not even latched, just, just the fact that some counter pressure while applying pressure here. Interesting. Just a little trick of the hinge. It's like it's like a revolving door with a little bit of a, of a, of a, of a hitch to it. Ma yeah, Mach would know exactly what that right. is. You push here and it like puts it off kilter on the hinge, just causes it not to move at all. But like the pull here, it equalizes the balance yeah. and it just slides very smoothly. Yeah, very mechanically, yeah, not easy in concept or in, or in execution. Um, but puts a smile on his face as he as he walks through the caverns. He says, he see, as he as he as he walks through this this particularly oh. well crafted door. He says, also unlike most of the other areas in this uh, place that you've been, there is light in this chamber because those arrow slits it's light outside, so it's providing some uh, light pouring in. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Also, as Bearjaw's fist is glowing, you, you have that. Oh, so glowing. Lasts for an hour. Nice. And I can recast it at will. It doesn't cost My assumption anything. is that you're continuing to recast it when needed. When because yeah, Bear was like, I got it. Mark says it, it feels good to be in, uh, be walking through dwarven, dwarven chambers underground. But I will say, it feels cold. Without the without a central hearth, a forge lit deep beneath the bowels. It feels it feels dead, dead here. I do find a depressing lack of bowels here. Uh, yeah, as this uh, secret door slides open, it is a very short hallway 
uh, it's just actually a flight of stairs that uh, that goes down about 20 feet forward, about 20 feet down. A steep, steep set of stairs uh, that head downwards uh, to a dead end, which by now, take a quick look, another secret door, same same make. Yeah. Um, and we and we and we open and we press. Unless we uh, we we hear anything that would deter us or stop us, give us pause. Yes, on. Uh, and, and I would imagine I will just say also specifically not looking at the craftsmanship anymore, but any evidence of the prior inhabitants, right? Like we're now getting into places that maybe the orcs weren't able to access. So well, they said something like "go around," so I expect they knew about this. Probably, probably. But he can help. Still, well, still looking. Again, evidence of the prior inhabitants is what they're here for. And this is probably part of it. This chamber, as you slide open, your dark vision peeks inside. And the glowing fist, actually it's mostly bare just glowing fist, pours light into the room. And you see a chamber filled with rough-hewn bunks, tables, and chairs. Uh, the floor is strewn with filthy pelts. At first glance, it appears that a dozen or so humanoids might use this area as sleeping quarters. Hmm. And yes, a half dozen humanoids are currently standing in it, speaking, uh, standing and sitting and, uh, and speaking in orcish. You couldn't hear it at all before the door, uh, before the door slid open to the side of these large stone doors. Did the door make any sound as it moved? Yes, but also light is now pouring in. So this visible noise. But I'm just saying, it's way eerier if all of a sudden we're just fucking All of these doors are definitely, like, scratchy when they open. Oh, okay. And you know that that is not how they were when they were first made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corrosion, erosion, we get it. Corrosion, yes. corrosion and erosion. A good hundred years of that maintenance will do that. And you see, uh, you see four orcs... Uh, two of them standing, two of them sitting, all their heads swivel to the side, and then there is one orc who is uh, a head taller than the rest, and this one's wearing, like, big, nice-looking furs uh, from head to toe, and he looks, uh, uh, and then he says, uh, he speaks in orcish. He shouts and says, Who are you? I'm glad the big guy's talking to Bear Drop, because... I like that mono in mono. I am normal face. <laughs> I'm rolling this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you're getting out of the mono. That's is initiative an ability check? Uh, no. No, it's not. Because it's not. Uh, Are you sure? It's something you don't. No, I'm not. There are only three kinds of checks attack rolls, saving ability throws. checks, and saving throws. Yeah. And so Wait, I think really? it is an ability check. Uh, so it is that. a dexterity ability check. I'm almost positive. Yeah. So I'm gonna say it is. I got, natural, I got a natural 20 on that first one. Let's see what the real check's gonna be. <laughs> Why do you have to do shit? 15. Not, not bad. bad. Not bad. Not, not bad. bad. Uh, so o- overall, I'll, I'll take my 17. You know, I dropped. I dropped by five, but. What my giant Still, still barely healthy. Why did you have to... Because um, we're exhausted. We are exhausted. Oh, I'm exhausted. exhausted. He's exhausted. Uh, Trust me, he's exhausted. I forgot that you were... Yeah, also that's true. Normally, oh, yeah, it's Justin. Let's get a volunteer. Do you, uh, do you want to track the initiative here, Lincoln? Oh. When combat starts, every participant makes a dexterity check to determine. Oh. Okay, that's so the reason why I thought it wasn't is because they have initiative here as a separate like they don't talk about it being like a bonus. You don't they put it in its own category. And the reason I assumed it was is because monsters don't have that. Yeah. It's on your sheet for convenience. 
Yeah, I think it's just that. It's because I believe you. there are ways to get bonuses to just an initiative check. Right, without having to influence other skills or dexterity. Yeah. I think you're right. What was yours, Sam? Uh, eight. Oh, we got a little off. Uh, also, eight. Oh, let's see. Eight or eight. Eight, eight, eight. Uh, well, I have a disadvantage. Nine. <laughs> uh, keep rolling worse on the first one. Eight again. So I got you're nine. eight A. <laughs> Barely more. Uh, I, so, do you want me to grab a grid for us, Greg? Are we, are we in need of a grid? Uh, say that again. Would you like a grid for the board? Yes, we will need a grid. Um, I just need a sort of a big square room. Yeah, I mean, I think we have that, that, that uh, nice gray, the gray tile. How are you, I don't know how you guys are dealing with initiative right now. Uh, use your best. Give this to him, or you, you you basically say who's next. All right. I don't and, know when. And the... who's next after uh, that? Greg, He'll forward. tell you. Okay, yeah, let's just do that. We're gonna draw in. He'll tell you their initiative. Unless order. you want the the flat rule. What's nice, Lincoln, is if, if you tell yeah, someone it's a more that they're up. I feel. And then immediately after that, we got tiles too. That, we got tiles. Yeah, tiles might be prepare. good. Tiles are nice and standing. Or we, uh, we, you got the wet eraser right there. You just draw on it. Yeah, yeah. I got, I got it all. I know exactly what I need to do. I got Sweet. it all. Oh, yo. And lazy scrim corn and dressed in. So we are sleeping Peeking out of a little hall. Yeah, let's, I'll, I'll get a little hallway here. I was listening to rap and hip hop while I was doing the dishes. While my, idea. while my niece and her boyfriend were here. And. Which niece? Kelly. It's one of Aaron's daughters. Oh, okay. Uh, he's tw- 21, I think, and 20, and she's 19. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, it was one of those moments that made me go like, wow, I am so much older than they are. I am no longer in my early 20s, mm-hmm. and it made me feel so old. Dude, there are just eras of music that are better than others. Yeah. Like, like, 70s rock versus, like, 80s, like, electronic. I mean, 80s music is just fucking worse than 90s music or 70s music. That's a matter Ooh, of that's opinion, That's a pretty man. subjective opinion there. <laughs> I will uh, say, though, any, obviously. any opinion is subjective, and I take nothing back. It is free fucking speech. <laughs> oh, and, I no, st- I, and I stand by it. I would agree that that's yeah. your opinion. I yeah. will... I'll see that opinion. Yeah. However, I do have a few caveats. What's like, Duran Duran, I'm a huge Duran Duran. <laughs> Totally good. I mean, good to, to but say generally that speaking, air, to that every era has has its greats. I yeah. think it's totally fair. Generally every, speaking, the line is ninety percent of everything is shit. And I think that generally holds true. Really, ninety percent of everything is shit and is something that I would probably stand nice. on top of. Yeah, yeah, I like that. And I like it too. That's nice. I couldn't even tell you what the music of the Ox is. Like the 2000s, 2010, like I couldn't even really like sum that up. Yeah. And I think it stuff has probably something to do with this technology and what I was fucking up to in my life. And having a really great name for it. The uh, Looking so, forward to the 20s, we can start referring to the decade as being a thing again. Uh, dude, it's, it's been a growing 20s just because we're so goddamn glad to be able to talk about it. So it surprises a lot of people when That's I great. say that in my like for me, one of my top five favorite albums of all time, maybe even in my top three, 
is Hooting the Blowfish's Cracked Review. That blows people away. They're like, what I heard it the other day. The like, we were in some random place. I think we were like, so whatever, like a BJ or something. They put it on. I'm like, Hootie, man. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. It's one of those, like, great songs. When there was, like, when I had CDs in my car, like, there was, that was always in there. And, really good listening. Yeah, I love it. And people are like, are you oh, kidding me? My hand. I never yeah, listened to albums all the way through like, as, a, as a piece, though. I um, didn't usually either, but it's one of the few that, like, yeah. every song on it, I was Unless like, wow. This is Dude, the first Link, that Linkin Park album that I had would go back to back on, or go to cover on. Oh, Linkin Park. Would... Flood by the MIP Giants. I could probably sing you the whole goddamn CD. <laughs> one, one, one of these days, Sam. Flood by the MIP Giants. One of these days. All right, get your, minis, uh, get your minis. Get minis on there. Yeah. Okay. Eric, I need that work box. Yep, I just got worry. Yeah. Uh, ship All the orders. Oh, don't step on the tiles, please. Yeah, no. I stepped no. over them. Oh, I thought you were talking to me. I was like, oh. Marching order was in the back, so <laughs> in the back mess, somewhere. So just excuse me. We all uh, we're all down that hallway. We're, we're all in this hallway? or We're all in that hallway. We open the door. Barajo opened the door. Is this, a, door is this a one, a one wide door or a two wide door? It is as pictured. So one wide door, it looks like. It's one wide? Oh. Yeah, one yeah. wide. It's kind of, it's like I one and a quarter. It's kind of hard to Right behind no, Barajo. clearly one wide. No, if anything, right. it's less than one wide. Bear jaw at the door. Bear jaw is staring at so a wall. This is a wall. No, guys, look at that. Look at the. T- isn't that pretty clear? I that was the that door. is a door sliding um, into I'm, a wall. I'm with Sam. I thought that was the door. Well, okay. Door is sliding to. Okay, looking at it closely, it, that's clearly a, a, a door sliding into a wall. It's a hideaway door. That's cool. That's cool. No, that's not what this secret door is. It's called pocket doors. What's called hideaway? Pocket doors. I think they're called pocket doors. We have one upstairs. In fact, pretty I'm, uncommon. I'm one hundred. Yeah, isn't that the one for your bathroom? Yep. And they're terrible. Don't ever install one because when the house shifts slightly, as they do, it no longer lines up. Hey, fun fact: I hung a TV in our bedroom and I forgot that we had the pocket door right there, and then we couldn't cl- we couldn't open our bathroom door all the way, so it was permanently like. There Amazing. Was this much door shut. I'm so but happy to hear that. They are called pocket doors. Pocket doors. Pocket doors. That makes sense. I don't know why I thought it was the other. Sometimes they make, they make sense in terms of like depending on where they are. It makes a lot of sense. Right, you know, do you want that white mini? We other. did our room. Right, I took the TV right, off right, right, wall and I was like, oh yeah, my god, right. our okay. our bathroom door is just pretty amazing. So much bigger. This is amazing. Well, I also like that it kind of symbolizes that the bear dog is literally glowing. It is. You know. Like, I feel like that maybe nice. should glow in the dark. I'm so glad you guys <laughs> used the Paladin. A bunch is full of cider. Right. Just because it's a two wide hallway. If we're walking down a hallway and it's room enough to walk side by side, we probably would. We like each other like that. Oh, we're we're like friendly like enough. That. And we don't seem disciplined enough to walk single file when it's not necessary. (laughs) Small space. So we can get out of the room faster, I guess. We're all a little bit as close to the door. Yeah, I will say, just meta. I'm glad that our orc wizard mini is not in the room. Yeah. 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 Just just on that meta note. Yet. How well do each of you know orcs? Uh, Baron is a dwarf, and dwarves. And orcs are one of his races he considers an enemy. Mock has not slain hundreds of them like he has goblins, but he's definitely slain dozens of them like he has orcs. The leader of this uh, of this place, wearing much nicer armor that is obviously uh, that is obviously in better regarded than the others, 
to a trained eye, uh, at a glance, you can realize that he is uh, he is not an orc at all. He is a type of orc. He is called an orog. An orog. It's an orc with surprisingly keen intellect. Oh. That ordinary orcs believe is a gift from the orc goddess Luthic. I speak orc too. I forgot. You speak ah! orc. <laughs> this whole time, Kaylin and I literally had a conversation for about twenty minutes at, our, at my house today about who spoke what languages and like where that was trending and just kind of some of the interesting dynamics coming up. And we were trying to name everyone's languages, and we did a, I did, I did a piss poor job. You did job. a good job. No, I knew than me. very few. Like I don't know if I, I, we think Grumbar is the only one that speaks Elvish. We don't know if either of the elves speak. Yeah, Elvish. so I don't look <laughs> at this page a lot. I speak Common, Dwarvish, Elvish, and Orc. Oh my God. Because occasionally there's some text written in Elvish and you gotta read that shit. Well, I, I definitely uh, And Orc is, you know, the language of our enemies, so you wanna know what they're saying. Well, yeah, I, I gotta look at others' characters a little bit more, which we haven't been able to do. If I had, I for sure would be very acquainted with this, but uh, just a quick aside, uh, Oil Bay, what, what language does he speak? Uh, common, deep speech, Elvish, and undercommon. Uh, so you do deep speech Elvish. and undercommon, okay. I mean, undercommon is like common, but under. It's, it's under us. Um, perfect. That's, that, that's all for now. We'll I'm making a little note on my little quick reference we'll, card we'll here. We'll get Kevin and uh, address him. Yeah. So sorry, remember, Dressen is not an orc. Orog. Orog. Was that your voice? <laughs> sounded a lot like you. Little did you know. Orog. Greg Moonlight's as a voice actor. Who knows that it's an orog? Does anyone in the group recognize? Oh, Baron does. Oh. Baron, it's Baron, Baron, Baron knows orcs, and he sees. And he speaks to them. That is an orog. It looks pretty fancy for orc. Like it. Alright. Uh and he's not quite an orc, but he's close enough. Uh, Do you have any reds? So uh Lincoln, that's a twenty for the orcs. As a group? Yep. Eric, could you grab me a red? Uh and the orog. Could you give me a red? Is at five. Okay. O R O G or A U R O G. O R O G. Alright. That makes it easy to pronounce, uh, I think. Uh, Lincoln Beers. Got the. Uh, I got. I got action. paper. I'm okay. Oh god. Ooh. Now, um, there's no such thing as free actions, right? Anymore. I mean, what are you well, trying to what, do? What do you want to do? Like raging? Is that a? No, raging is a bonus action. It's a bonus action, meaning. Meaning you get one bonus action on your turn. On your yeah. turn, right? Okay. Okay, just double checking. Uh, remember, per round, you have an action. A move, a bonus action, and one reaction. But like, for example, speaking, yeah. anyone can yell at any time. That's not considered a bonus action. Yeah. Thing. No. So you I. You can interact with an, an object. It's just it's not a thing. Yeah. Speaking is not an action. Right. It's it's said. like a slavery thing. Anyway. You know, they say you get to interact with an object for free. It's just because they didn't want to say you also have an interact action, yeah. which is right. But can it, like? I actually like the way they handled that. Yeah, it's but fine. it actually it's is fine. another type of action <laughs> called an interact action. An interaction. And it's just, you can use a full <laughs> action to do that instead. I'm going to honor their choice by not calling it that. Uh, it would be too much. An interaction. I wanted to handle Scrimcorn and... They're not. They're not in the normal initiative. Yeah. I'm going to say that we can go ahead that anyone on their turn um, can use their action to essentially have... You can use their turn. Mm. Yeah. No, 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 because you can move your own character. Yeah. You can use your action to have Scrimcorn or uh, Drusten uh, act on your behalf if you want. As well. 
That's basically just, yeah. Again, it's a narrative It's a narrative choice because I don't want it to be like, well, if Scrim Corner here, like, he could do this and it would totally shut down this type of enemy. Yeah. Like, that That, that would be doing a disservice to the narrative. Probably you'll just use your own actions, but if something comes up where you're like, oh, damn, that one spell of blah, blah, blah. Totally. Yeah. You know, like Spider Climb, it is available to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, there you go. Should you, should you need it. Just, just BT dubs. I'm thinking about... I'm thinking about Scrimcorn's Sentinel ability. Before people go scurrying off and warning the group. Like That's a good example. Like having, um, having him having him hold the door and make sure that no one gets by. Hold just, the door. Just, as we're thinking about it, guys. That's, exits. That's, that's in my mind. Good question. Where are the All exits in lines. Oh, uh, yes. Are they in a murder box? No, no, no. There is a um, uh, there there is an exit, and it's on the far end, past those two beds. I'll I'll put a tile down. But who's first? Um, so Lincoln, the orcs with twenty initiative. Oh, it's orcs. orcs. Oh, orcs. Oh, look at that! Wow. Nice way better than Kevin. Did you roll a natural twenty? I mean, Malk, you're next. That's just not kind. I think we should Malk. I think we should Malk. Malk. Mark Malk. I'm just kidding. Kevin's awesome initiative keeper. He's effective. Um, huh? <laughs> was that a disagree? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin's he's great. effective. Oh, I said he's an awesome. You said? No, yeah, I yeah, said yeah. he's an awesome initiative keeper, and you're like he's effective. <laughs> <laughs> you're yeah. like let's not let's save the word awesome I for like truly deserving. I think, I think it's all about how you say <laughs> he's effective. He's I'm supposed to say like he's adequate. <laughs> he did say on deck for six months when he really meant his his deciding who tells him what when. It's pretty rigid. <laughs> um, okay, let's... Uh, da, 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 da. So the orcs are going first. Jesus. Okay, so you guys open the door. Bear Jaw's there. The orcs... Blowing. You got that door? Half your movement to stand up, right? Yeah. So one dude is laying in the bed. He's not asleep Mounting. at all. But uh, he Read gets up. He's just on his phone. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, what are you doing? <laughs> Only orcs. Are you <laughs> <laughs> uh, he gets up, of those goblin women. moves uh, <laughs> moves a little closer. He grabs a javelin from the side of his bed. Like, it's like, not even on the Ooh. ground, it's like in his bed. As he like gets up, javelin in hand, and then just launches it at Bearjaw. Um, takes a couple steps over and... Uh, nothing. Uh, launches it at Bearjaw. Ooh, that's probably going to hit there. I believe that's going to be a 19... No, it's 20. Do I roll something, or is that just... No, 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 it's an attack against you. Plus five bonus. Then, yeah. Uh, okay. That's going to sunk. That's a seven piercing damage. Very serious. Um, the other one that he is now standing next to also goes and tosses uh, tosses a javelin. Well, these orcs are like standing around talking. They're all got weapons in their hands. Like, yeah. These are these are warriors. What do you think they're standing around talking about? Hey man, Killing. my javelin's way sweeter than your javelin. <laughs> hey, don't touch your javelin uh, real quick. Hey, don't touch the tips. That's not cool. I'm not about that javelin shit. <laughs> That's a 16 on the second attack against you, Barry John. Yep. That'll hit. Okay, that is going to be another seven. Simplicity. This orc goes uh, one, two, three, four, uh, five, six. Goes this way. When he, I need a calculator. Kind of see what kind of opportunity no, do I have to see? Right. What do you? When he goes here, he is. Uh, what's my visibility of him right there? Are you? You, you can see him. It's yeah. when they enter your threat range is when you trigger, right? Yeah, it's within ten feet. 
Yeah, that, he, yeah, right there, he enters your threat range, and he's within 10 feet. Um, I will not attack him. Okay, but actually, it would make more sense he would go like this. They aren't they aren't idiots. He, he sort of keeps his distance as he then closes in here. Well, okay, uh, I'm just trying to keep my mechanics. I do not yep. want to take an opportunity to attack with him when he has, like, crazy cover, but I will when he, if, if, if he does not. Yeah, so he just, does maintain the way this guy moves. Okay, yeah. The next guy will come full Frontal. Yeah. Um. So this guy's going to attack with no cover bonus because he is uh, attacking from around a corner like that. He has cover from you. Bear Jaw does not have cover from him. Um. As is how the corner rules work. Um. Because that that peeking out door is not actually peeking out. Um. The. Uh, so neither have cover from each other, right? Bear Jaw and or unless you have to squeeze. He does not have to squeeze. No, no, no. Yeah, I think they're good. So what's a one? It's a one. They're, they're, they're standing toe, toe to toe. I'm, I'm just saying, saying if it wasn't best corner, best corner. No, 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 no. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me let me think about it for a moment. Uh, no, there's cover. So uh, I'm I'm ruling. There's cover here because remember this is a this is a, a spinning on a middle axis secret door. Okay. So even when it is fully open, this is not a convenient door to strike through. At, at any way, trying to attack through this is going to be a light cover at minimum. This is going to change. So, because it's like, the, both sides of this door is like a sort of small... Uh, oh wait, you so kind of have to choose which side of the door even to attack Yeah, on. yeah, exactly. Is this guy so, attacking me? So even if we're standing directly in front of each other, there's going to be cover. Right, right. Yes, he okay. uh, is attacking you. They're at first, I like it. Um, Ooh, so good. well, that's oh. good. So that will be a uh, that'll be a twenty-four. Yeah, I'll hit. And you'll be plus two bonus because of said cover. Uh, this oh, is wow. Okay. Oh, okay. So. Um, that is nine damage coming cool. at you. Uh, wait, hold on. I okay. am going to reduce the damage dealt by one d twelve. All right. That's not the rule. Gotcha, gotcha. You got a reaction? How are you doing that? Uh, it's called Storm's Endurance. As a reaction, reduce damage dealt to you by one d twelve once per short rest. Cool. Alrighty. Pretty good. Nine. Nine, so that's all of it. Ka-chunk! Got it. Eliminates the damage on that attack. Uh, and then finally, this guy will move in at one, two, three, four, five, six. Bonus action that he can ah. move towards an enemy. <laughs> he stands there, full frontal, so it is still a light I'll, cover. I'll, I'll get him on that. You're going to take that attack. Yeah, okay, I'll, take go for it. I'll take him on that. That's oh, a critical. Natural critical on the 20. Natural 20, Exhaustion? Not on attack rolls. It's uh, only on ability scores at level one. Um, yeah, he, he checks. I'm so just teasing. One slides through, and Mach just doesn't have like the angle, doesn't have the reaction speed, but he knows that they're coming for him. These hungry orcs are just hungry for dwarven blood, and he bides his time, waiting for this lumbering hull to to, to uh, charge through Bearjaw. Bearjaw and Mach, and they've known each other long side. enough to uh, put together a move or two together. She just gives him that that brief angle over the shoulder, and he jumps up and just. Rakes down from uh, across the body and catches a thick chunk of orc meat. Um, so that's uh, six, and then the extra, the extra roll for the crit. Two. I'll reroll that shit. Take a four. So, what, was the, what was the six you rolled? That was the first damage. It's a d10. And but isn't it maximized dice? It does not. Yeah. It just gives you an extra d, an extra d of that weapon. There's no maximization. Oh, crit, yeah, that, that was fourth edition. Was the ghetto? Yeah. We always call it a ghetto crit when you yeah, roll yeah. max dice, anyway, because yeah. that was what the crit we have does. not critted very much this in entire this. fifth edition campaign. It's, it, it doesn't happen a ton. Um, you don't have to. But yeah, so that's uh, that's ten plus uh, plus Trey, so that's a nice thirteen on on Thirteen him. damage. This is on Mister. Uh, what's he holding there? Axie. A big, a big axe guy. So is that actually your attack, or was that like an opportunity? That was it. Yeah, that was, was an opportunity. opportunity. That was my opportunity attack for him. I got in my reach. 
A special one because he has a, an not, ability. Full on mask? No. Yeah, Mark. No, oh, still you, has to go. You were thinking, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so then that guy that got gutted, yeah. how did he, you, you stabbed him good. That's a lot of damage. So yeah, basically, as, as Bearjaw gave leaned in, gave him that angle. He just he just again he literally jumps. He leapt in the air because Bearjaw's eight feet tall <laughs> and just kind of like honestly like rested it on her shoulder and just kind of rakes down over, uh, catching him at a really unusual angle for a polar arm strike and just catches him right here uh, in all this nastiness. And it's enough that as he was coming in with uh, as he was coming in with for that uh, axe strike, it gets him deep on the shoulder and he. It just drops his arm, and the shot just like off. clangs against the wall, like not even a clean shot at all. As a blood is spewing out from his shoulder joint, uh, and Bearjaw is not yet hit. Nice. Now it is Mock's yes. turn. Mock. Uh, he, he immediately comes. With... How are you gonna get through? <laughs> uh, I don't need to. Right? I don't need to. That's the, that's the point. We stay. We stay right where we need to. Cozy. And we cut him down as they are. Um, so I have worse cover against this guy or not? I, I, they, I, they are I, all heavy cover because you're going through bear jaw anyway. Heavy cover, right, right. So that's plus five to their AC. Gotcha. Well, make sure, we'll sure you can. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we're, we got, we got, a, we got a roll tide. Oh, can... the only thing we could do is, is that a, re, a retreat? But I mean, I could grab one of those guys and just move him forward. So because I can do that. Let, let let's carve a path. So mock of will mock. Path of death. Right. Mock's gonna attack. <laughs> pardon me. The same guy that he attacked. Nice dwarven acting. Uh, coming down from the jump, he's just shooting between the legs and just coming up with oh. like, with like uh, <laughs> a, a, a raking groinal slash. Fair is Let's like see just a shield. Uh, so that's a <laughs> six plus uh, five. So that's Ooh. eleven. He's at eighteen with the heavy cover. Oh. Okay. So oh. I, I will. So then he comes. Uh, and 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 does a kind of a reloaded shot, just going for the for the ankle to try to hamstring him. So that's twenty AC. That will hit, yeah, against eighteen. Yeah. So What's happening is he is. You could roll the damage. He's gonna yeah. die. He's only got two hit points. Okay. Um, yeah. He he's you cut him deep on the shoulder, and now he's watching from Mock, and he's like he's he's moving back to to sort of protect the injury and is not expecting the through the leg shot uh in his uh in his hamstring and it just uh it just drops him at the leg is severed and he falls to the ground blood spewing from two uh from two shots let's get him off the board and that's now rough terrain and there's a there's a legit there's a legit pool of uh of blood oh yeah just Literal like again, a dark orc cool. blood seeping everywhere out of uh, as as two vital two of the vitals are carved, and Mock takes the opportunity to. Can I make that diagonal move? What do you think? Uh, can I go, can I go five ten? No, I like to go no uh, no cutting the corners on hard corner walls. Okay, then. Um, so that's how we yeah, avoid then, then, it. Yeah, for sure. Then Mock will will make a bold play. And go five ten, allowing a, a pathway for his comrades to get within the door. That's true. It clears. You're it, holding. You're holding a spot yeah, that people can move through. I, I am opening myself up. Let me just think about it for one quick sec. People weigh in. I mean, we're basically I'm okay with that. So we got we're Oilvane and Barajan and Baron are all after you. So we have a chance to thin this out a little bit. You're kind of our foothold. I think it's worth it. Okay. Uh, the the, the mock, mock, uh, as he as he drops as he drops that orc. To his knees, he uh, nice. he comes uh, nice. he comes uh, uh, <laughs> li- li- now he's got that, that, that long pole arm, 
he, he basically just comes kind of squeezing past uh, Bearjaw. It's kind of a little bit of like a, a pirouette move, kind of hugging, hugging the wall. I mean, dwarfs moving in these small caverns deep underground, being stout figures. There's just a little bit of this element of being being large but slippery, and they just kind of move in, in tight groups with, with comfort. And that's just where their stoutness and their strength, and you just kind of like, it's not a politeness, like, oh, please, excuse me. No, they you kind of just like push your way past as you need to. You just kind of squeezes in past Bearjaw, uh, takes a stance, <laughs> and that's as long as it is. Actually, so. Uh, that, that's rough terrain here, too, right? I, I do have five more, but I don't think I want to. Allow for for a flank. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. I think you're in a good spot. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay right where I where I'm at. It's kind of have to leapfrog each other a little bit. Yeah. Kim, can you grab me a homebrew uh, on your way back? Yeah. What kind do you want? A Lincoln brew. Oh, there are multiple choices. What do we got? Pale ale, Irish red, and Irish red cider. Irish red cider. We had last time, right? I liked that. We had all three of them last time. Oh. Um. I like the red. Is that it, Mark? Yeah, done. Oil vein. Oil vein is up. Oil vein uh, casts. Uh, oh yeah. He casts shatter on the guy that's right in front of. Um, <laughs> shatter. Is shatter uh, an AOE or is this a single target? It is an AOE. Oh. How uh, big's the AOE? It's none of your guys' business. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, so good. No, I got you. It's okay. Fuck you're, you're, yeah. you're, you're all right. Um. Uh, All right. What was that? Plus five? Plus. Uh, well, you, have, you have to roll against each target. Oh, no, it's, uh, it has, they have to be 14. Oh, it's a DC. Constitution 14. Sorry. Oh, so cover doesn't matter. That is an yeah. uh, ideal spell to use. So How who, many people? Who is it targeting? What's, uh, what's... Let's see. Uh, these three people. All three of those guys, huh? All right. I like just the looping. The looping. Uh, Heptapod. Yeah. Heptapod? because yeah. seven legs. Um, uh, isn't sept also seven? Yeah. yeah. Septapod. Is eight, it is septapod. Septamberpod. No, it's heptapod. Uh, I don't know. Sept is eight, sept is seven. You know, maybe I'm wrong. What did, what did it say Actually, on the video? I, I think sept is not. I think sept Heptapod. They're heptapod. It is heptapod. I know. What did I say? No, I can't remember sept- if I'm even right. It said septipod, which also I thought was related to seven, but no, I don't think so as at all. It's it a is seven. seven. Yeah. Hexagon and heptagon. That's a hepta. What about septagon? I don't, I don't think there is a septa. September and September. No, no. September, September is, is nine. nine. Right. But that's no. a, that's what is it nine? But that's seven. a non. But that's a nonagon. But the fucking uh, what was it? Uh, one of the Roman emperors moved yeah. the calendar, so they added July for Julius. But they're heptapods. They are heptapods. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Roll your damage. Sure, these orcs. Uh, the DC is. says they are uh, dry toast killer. Wisdom for constitution. That's still I, constitution. I put oh, this dry good. toast. Uh, okay. Here we in there like this afternoon. All right. I'm like, damn. All right. Here's the uh, here's the saving throws. You got the first guy here with the two-handed axe. He will easily save. You got the guy there the, with the bow. Seven. Not really a bow. He's at 13. 14. Will not do. 14. Nice. Uh, here's the guy. Here's the guy that was just sleeping a moment yeah. ago. Definitely uh, still blinking off the. Uh, well, he wasn't sleeping, but he was laying down. He also fails. All right. So What's if they the fail, they get 15 damage. If they oh, succeed, wow. they get half. So how half many, would be. You want to know how many hit points they have? Seven. Good land. It's Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
Kaboom! They just bleed out of their ears. Was that uh, half as much damage? Is that a level so, two spell? Was that like a level well, two you're gonna have spell? to give us a whole narrative. Okay, yeah, so these, the two further away are dead, and the one closer up is taken. Is pretty fun. still a significant amount of damage. So give us the uh, give us your narration here. Uh, you start hearing the oil vein speaking in deep speech as he grabs the chip of mica. That's his uh, material that he needs. Uh, he holds it in his uh, in one hand, and then he smashes his other, his uh, the oil hand. his oil hand into it, and it creates a uh, thunderous sound that uh, tremors the earth around, uh, centered around that one guy, and it has like a ten foot radius all around it. Like how did they, like did they get physically thrown into the wall, or does something happen within them? Uh, I want to say uh, they. Uh, Kind of tremble inside, and their bodies kind of just like it's just like organ damage, organ damage, uh, and like it's like catastrophic trauma. Yes, <laughs> like they, they'll break apart in some parts. It kind of depends on which way they're facing because sure. it's falling. Oh, it's acoustic like ruptured spleen. Yeah. And they just like tumble into some pieces, or just like start internally just like bleeding. They were scrambled from the inside out, <laughs> and Mog oh, basically oh, is like internal. There's like a, a, a moment of like hesitation just to like assess the situation and the risk, and he goes for it, and he comes and like takes this like really defensive stance, like waiting for the onslaught, and just sees these two yeah. orcs just like vibrate and just. Fall down dead in like in a really gruesome manner, and he's just like he's like horrified, but he hears the speech and he knows, and he's just like. I'm glad hell. he's on our side. <laughs> so yeah. around around you, because uh, he uh, spares you from the damage. You see these like uh, oh. black kind of like uh, deflection, like they're almost like different shapes, like hexagons and octagons that Septagons. that deflect the damage around you. So you're you don't you can see it and you can kind of feel a little bit of the force. And Mock, you see Mock look back kind of as the battle moves. He looks back and you see his like face is kind of like ashen white. Like he's clearly a little bit like taken out of this by like this this really strange show of power. <laughs> and he gives you a weird grin. Oil vein is like. <laughs> <laughs> like reveling in it. Yeah. He's happy. Oh, it's amazing. He's doing well. God damn. Um, cool. Uh, I'll add a couple more blood tokens. Uh, Lincoln. Tokens from well, Token God. Here yeah, yeah, you go. Uh, for, for dead guys, you can just put them where the, the, the dead folks are. So these two died, and uh, you replaced their bodies with blood for rough terrain parkers. So no, these like two. Oh, it has to be blood. It can't yeah. be skulls. <sighs> Fine. Now, because they need to be able to stand on it easily and more visible. I also like the. We have tokens in there that are pictures of dead, dead bodies. bodies. I like yeah. that more. We just don't have as many. It, yeah, it's good. It's good. Y'all want to see a dead body? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Bear Jaw. All right. What you got in the bag there, Hook? Well, there's that, that cat. wonderful fellow <laughs> right there. That. I can't attack diagonally without him having cover. Is that right? Uh, you can move out past me. Past mock though. Yeah. But I was just asking the first question. You can, uh, you can, yes, if you attack him, he has heavy cover because you're attacking okay. through just sort of like. You then can I'll actually, just, then you I'll can just actually move. move around and flank him with me. You have what? enough. You have enough movement. I do? One, two, then three. You're not going to provoke a massive opportunity because then, you're already within his range. <laughs> yeah. Then I will do that. Yeah, remember in fifth edition, you only provoke for leaving a threatened area. So you go okay. one, two for moving through an ally. Beautiful. Three, three four, four, five. five. And you yeah. have a so You even have a movement. He's going to rage. Beautiful. Because that's what you do. How many have you used this? I have used short rest or long rest. I have used two now. Is it per? Sh- it's per long rest, right? It's, it's per, per long short rest. Right. A bit of that yeah, yeah, it's per long rest. So it's. Uh, Listen, you may not I don't need know. To do that, I'm gonna do it but anyway. I think you're going to. Well, here's. I the definitely thing. know you're going to. Go ahead. 
out of 17 oh. hit points, I would like to not oh, have zero, zero hit points. So I'm going to rage. Because that makes me feel better. Bearer. For bear jaw. For bear so, so can that make you For the bear jaw. See, y'all understand. Um, okay, and then she's just going to it. This guy, what's what's he got on him? Uh, he's what do you mean got on him? Like, what's his weapon? Uh, he's, he's holding two-handed a axe. Two-handed axe. A two-handed axe. She attacks the two-handed axe. Yes. Oh man. I don't know how you it works. You will the day where you give your enemies physical weapons. <laughs> um, so what's the, what's the procedure what for, is... shattering, <laughs> for shattering that sweet, sweet weapon? Um, well, it's... Uh, it's a DC 10, right? We a long-term mechanic for such a thing. Well, today's the day. Good players what, adjust, Greg. What is... Good DMs adjust. What, Good DMs adjust. What is... <laughs> The name of that weapon. Shatter Spike. <clears throat> well, I think we know what's gonna happen. I think if I remember if it's a that, weapon that a person's Because this is gonna keep coming up. Guys, don't, don't I I got the answer right here, so Please. let me speak. So because I noticed that there are comments on this weapon in D- <laughs> No one comments on any article in the yeah, but this one does. First this. magic weapon you give us, and it's got a common train a mile long. Chugga chugga woo. Oh, they have their own. Let's... So an iron or steel weapon has an AC of 19 and has 10 hit points, and a wood or bone weapon AC. Um, that's just some rando who, who came up with that? Or is that the fact that they're saying? No, that's from the DMG. Okay, okay, gotcha. They're, cite, they're citing it. I noticed this when I was looking it up the other day. Okay. It's from the Cree rule handbook. <laughs> the Cree um, handbook. God. All hail the God, Cree I, lo- handbook. I love the Cree. <laughs> <laughs> the secret history of the Cree. The Cree used telephone I think the pretty high. You probably have an easier time hitting this guy than his weapon. You, I, you will, I, in I, all I, cases, have an easier time hitting a large guy than the weapon that he I has. know what Wait, does it go game. up with level, or it's just no, always it. a flat that's it. 19? That's, that's the you AC do? What am I going to do? An iron or I know steel. What you're gonna do. I'm not going to tell you what you're going to do. Uh, you're gonna do it. Okay, it's AC 19. And his AC? No, no that that's <laughs> that's the difficulty. Let me just say that that weapon is flanked. The weapon is flanked? Oh, sure it is. Oh, well, I mean, bonus then. Yeah. All right, cool. We'll give it a shot. Why not? Why fucking not indeed? Fuck you! Yeah! <laughs> All right. I so, flipped the shit out of that axe! That's a 25, I think. 25, yeah. That'll hit. <laughs> and it's or thereabouts, 24. And it is a critical hit because you have Shatter Spike. Roll 2d8s. <laughs> oh, so good. All right, uh, there we go. <laughs> Is it the, with the bonus or just the die? The, 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 the die is the crit. Not just the bonus. The die. You get one X, one X of the bonus. Any die that you re-roll, you re-roll twice. So it's actually pretty potent for rogues if they crit That's because fine. they re-roll all their sneak attack dice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right, it's any dice. A, it's any dice that is a die roll. Nine, any flat modifier just gets added to once. 14? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you strike it and go ahead I and give the narration. cleave it in half. I mean, it's a, it's a two-handed axe and it just... Cut, cuts in half, and those but two like, halves. Hot dog or hamburger? Like between the oh, bits? No, 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 definitely or... not the fancy in the middle. It doesn't explode. More like a. No. Okay. I'm on my finish, my Okay. Yes. Yes. And then from that from that single point of of striking, the um, the ribbons of frost come from the wound and just go, and it explodes out. 
two sides. It turned and the orc is still got his two-handed his hands are so grip frosty. on the air as his, as his fists just close in on nothing <laughs> as splinters of wood fly out from him. And and his eyes go wide and he looks all around. <laughs> Mock laughs too. He says, ho, 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 defend this one, did you? I will in a minute. <laughs> all right. Uh, it's Bear Joe. Repartee. That's it. That was Bear Joe. It is lines. Bear. Oh, yeah. Bear. We're a couple uh, of classy, classy words. A couple of classy print lines. So you notice I did. Sold fortune. You guys notice I did fill in. That's the one that exit from this room. Yep. Yes. Uh, Bear, so that was. One, two, three, four. Bear, maybe get. you can use Scrim to sentinel the last guy. I'm just putting it out. So he doesn't run off? Like, this guy is fucked. Uh, He's gonna realize it in a second. This guy's fucked, but the other guy may sprint on us. I don't know. I'm I'm just saying. I called it out. I'm bringing it back to the table. That would be your call. Exactly the sort of move that I made that ruling for. It's like. And the kind of thing. Could Scrim feasibly get there? It's quite a ways. He can dash. He just he can to, dash, he dash and turn and into he, bugs? He inhabits the space, and even, then if the guy tries to leave, opportunity attack, he can't he, move it. He zero. doesn't even need to turn into bugs and occupy the space. Mm. Sentinel is not a bug ability, it is a feat. Yeah. If anyone leaves his threatened area, yeah. he gets an opportunity attack, and if it hits, I believe it has to hit, yep. uh, they, their movement is cancelled. Okay. That's that's the that's his thing. Uh, is is turning into a critter a bonus action? That is a bonus action. Yeah. Okay. So that's what we're So he could also turn into a critter. He could. Which I we, believe which it, we would want. I believe so, he has better. I guess he goes in order to one, two, honor the scrim. Well, actually, on with the scrim. In that case, I'm just gonna move up to no. here. Yeah, yeah. So we can go one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight, nine, ten. Yep. He's Double. dashing. He should be able to get there, and uh, he'll turn into beetles on the way and stand on the guy. I like the idea that this guy sees a man. Uh, Grim corn slowly dissolves you got into beetles, beetles as he beetles somewhere. Him. They are in there somewhere. I think you have those box. Uh, I, I, they're right there. Yeah, I got them. Oh, they're right here. Okay. Give me them beetles. Beetles. Put them under him. Part of me likes to think that Scrim sometimes like goes through iterations of creatures. As he goes from like larger man to smaller mangy coyote to even smaller like bug horde, he kind of like passes sometimes through the gates of his various transformations. I was gonna say sometimes. I was gonna say what he does here is he's like, at first he's awkwardly pushing forward, like he bumps That's into cool. Mock as he's like yeah, trying boy. to get by. <laughs> he, he almost trips over. He almost trips over the corpse of that orc there, and as he's falling, he falls apart. Like yeah. he's falling to the like ground, splashes. and then instead of yeah. a instead of an, like a half elf hitting the ground, it just splashes as a bunch of Shattered beetles splash. that don't even that don't even skip a beat. As then they just skitter forward and wave. He would draw an opportunity attack doing that. Uh, he does indeed draw an opportunity attack. How so? Um, the guy from... just had his axe destroyed, so it'd be like an unarmed attack. Yeah, and he completely misses. With? Uh, I rolled the attack. Uh, with his, yeah, he tries to punch at Scrimcorn, and what he does he is swings with the axe of just yeah. he, he punches at Scrimcorn as Scrimcorn transforms into beetles, and it's just air. Like it was a, it was, it was a solid. Aimed strike, which just goes into nothing as it as Scrimcorn literally crashes into beetles, and this wave of beetles moves towards the Orog. Uh, so I moved a bit, and then I did his action. So good, good. Yep. 
Done. Orog. Oh, the Orog. He does indeed. Eyes wide, seeing these beetles, he turns his tail to run towards that door. Throw that dice. And he can't use his bonus action to sprint away because the orc's bonus action is to move up to its speed towards a hostile creature. Uh-huh. <laughs> no bonus action to uh, tuck your tail between your legs. What's uh, what's Scrim's attack bonus? However, if Scrim Dude, anyone that's got the digital thing can just open up a sheet now uh, super easily. Yeah. Oh, they made it so you can actually see the either. Yeah, we talked now? about that. Remember, you just click on Thursday yeah. nights up at the top. Okay, How technical question though. If Scrimcorn had gone one space behind him, could he then use that action to run past him? So he's beginning his action running towards a hostile person, but then just keeps going right past him. Wait, wait, wait. could, could yeah. Scrimcorn have done what? No, no, could the enemy have tried to push his way through our ranks? Yeah, and he would have gotten what fucking mincemeated in the process. Yeah. What were we looking for on Scrimcorn? Well, uh, what, do you, what do you mean, like, starting and then moving behind? Like, yeah, so, I'm going to roll the butt. So orc? No, no, I got yeah, it. Okay. Right now. He, he uses the... Uh, we'll talk about it after. Okay. A 12. 12, so whatever the Beatles is. I think Beatles has plus six, dead. because if he's using that, like, swarm of quibblers... Is he using the swarm of quibblers mechanic still? Swarm of Quibblers? Which is the piranhas. Like, I don't know what, what mechanics he's using for his bugs right now. Uh, I don't know. He has it. You're right. That wouldn't be on his character sheet, Let's just call him. No, no, no. Because he's a different What's character. the target AC? He's a different What's monster. the target AC? Uh, what are we trying to shoot for? Uh, look, look. I'm trying to answer the first questions. Okay. It's not on his character sheet because he literally opens up the monster stat block. And I don't know which monster it is. I'm just seeing how close of a ballpark we got. He, I rolled he a 12. He's it's close. We're just, we're just handling the mechanics real quick. Yeah, he, he's going to hit. With a plus 6, he would. And I believe it is plus 6. I think so. I think so. If, if I he recall. barely meets it. This dude's got an AC of 18 base. Nice. Okay, so it's exactly what he needed. He's not wearing first. He's wearing plate mail. Ooh. It looks like it's not until Scrimcorn gets close. Like, plate mail. You're in the flurry of battle. He was wearing big, huge furs, and then uh, you realize it is furs over plate. Like he's wearing uh, mm. furs almost for decoration. That's the aesthetic. For and then decoration. there's just solid plate mail underneath. That's um, just offensive. However, yeah, you barely made the roll. Exactly I, met it. And he just knocks him. <laughs> Like he basically just like uh, the Beatles just, just basically come up to his thighs. It is. They just like swore, like they they, they they like they're just completely kind of yeah, containing the legs. What's the damage on the quibblers? Uh, I remember it's, it's a bunch of d sixes. Yeah, it's, it's like forty six. It's forty six. Oh, oh man! And by that I mean four d sixes, not sixty six damage or forty six damage. damage. Oh god! I, I got some d six for you. Here, I got I got I got a bunch. I have four d six. Uh, okay. Roll ones and twelve. Two, right? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, 12. That's uh, hardy, hardy damage, and he doesn't get to move, right? Doesn't yeah, it cancels his move. Doesn't move. Um, so he will go and, so someone record um, the damage against Scrimcorn here, because it's going to matter. Well, Scrim. how should we handle that? Oh. Then we're running as a full character. Uh, unless you want to give it to one of us, because we're the ones here. Or you could just, like you said, we could, we could just have, it, he'll be back next week, so we can for sure carry it one week, the things that he has to kill from, because... I know, like, I'm thinking about my damage between weeks, like, hey, how many Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Um, if you guys character sheet open, you can literally digitally record it. Uh, I, I can do that one second. Yeah. Let me just get him. So, uh, okay, he's gonna, instead of, instead of turning tail and running, he, uh, he takes this great axe that he has and just starts chopping at the bugs at his, uh, at his feet. 
the bugs are different than his pool. So no, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. This is damage against his bugs, but he carries his bugs session to session. Yeah, okay. yeah. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. You're, you're, you're very right. You're very right. Like this Just mark it on his sheet. You can figure it out when he gets back. Yeah. Um, so, uh, the first one is uh, 19. That seems like it'll hit his bugs. Yeah, that'll hit the bugs. The bugs have low AC. 19. But don't they have damage resistance or something? Or they do, do they? they take half damage. Against... Okay. Slashing, Slashing everything, everything. Slash. but not fire. Yeah, none of like the none of like the, the magical. Oh, there it is. It's basically against like mundane weapons. Mm-hmm. That Ooh, will be a, a twelve damage. So six with the thing, and he gets to strike again. Mm, uh, this time, probably not twelve. Twelve AC. Yeah, it's fucking nasty. Mm. I'm just gonna put this in his character's notes. Twelve AC, not enough. Twelve, 12 AC, mm-hmm. I think, will hit. He has a very low AC for all the extra. Damage. For the critters. Yes. Okay. Nice. Uh, okay, then it is uh, seven. Another another seven slashing damage, which okay. will actually be so three. I'll give him six and three. It's nine damage. And <laughs> I will be working on finding the quibblies. That is... All right. Thank you, Eric, for yes. handling all that. Leave that to you. Probably. I could also open Dan's sheet here. I got the laptop. But, uh, okay, uh, who's up next? It is the orcs. orcs. So he orcs. failed Singular to move orc. at all. He was not able to, to get away. The orc with no weapon. Or yeah. Good move. I think his Scrim. speed is reduced to zero for the turn. Is that the technical yes. mechanic? Uh-huh. So he can't even like try to use like a dash action to like overcome it. He's just immobile. Oh, so. that bonus action. I was thinking, oh, he could use his bonus action to move again. Still wouldn't help. The speed yeah. is zero. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so Sentinel's good. AC 13, so I'm going to discount the last attack. Discount seven. that last attack. Um, so yeah, he and... uses his great axe, and he carves away some of the beetles, but the, the majority of the beetles are still swarmed up He's on just him. panicking yeah. a little bit. Um, and I, I just finally found the quivers. My bad, it was AC5. I, I don't know how you want to wreck on it. AC5? It was, it was atta- to attack. We already, five. we already did it. Okay, okay. Go ahead. We're, we're, we're rolling. I really thought it was six. I thought it was two, man. I I really did. Um, Tell you what, I had inspiration. I will no longer have inspiration. Fair enough. Baron's inspiration. That is a good trade. Um, okay, so yeah, we got we got that. We're rolling. Oh, it's now orcs. Ugh. It's one orc. One orc. Uh, Go ahead. He's surrounded. His weapon has been broken. He uh, stumbles backwards. Uh, he stumbles backwards. Nearly trips over. His uh, uh, his comrades uh, his comrades body that and, will give. And in in Orcish, uh, Bearjaw's like you'll have nice teeth. And uh, so both Bearjaw and Mock get an opportunity to attack against him uh, as an option. I want them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh no, wait, Bearjaw can't do it. I can't do it because. Oh, wait, you had a turn since yeah. you used. So because your damage reduction is a reaction, it uses it up. However, you had a turn. Since then, so your reaction is refreshed. This is both of their oh, second oh, oh, reactions. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. This, this, uh, uh, this game. Okay, cool. Um, and we both ha- have. He's exiting, so we have both that advantage, I assume. Roll. Um, no, because flanking. no, because uh, he's only exiting from this tile. Oh, okay. So you're no oh, longer gosh. flanking at the point he exits. He's going that way. Okay, so we're going. No, good, good call. Good call. Um, nope. And in fact, not gonna he doesn't. Bear he actually, I get an attack when he leaves. The next space. I got ten foot reach, so he's still within my threat until he goes fifteen. Oh, so you have a little bit of a reduction in potentially when you can use. Yeah, it. people can move more freely within my reach. Oh, uh, interesting. That's okay, a little bit neat. Of All right, so bear jaw first. I got a smirk. not not very high. Uh, that's a fourteen. No, gosh, sorry, twelve, twelve. Uh, 12. Then that will not hit. Yeah, I didn't, yeah. Think, I didn't think so. <laughs> okay. Um, 
Get him. I got a 16. Much better. <laughs> does he keep moving? Yeah. Uh, he does keep moving. Yeah. And Where's he got? What? 16 AC. That will hit. Get okay. Roll damage. Uh, Lois. Uh, so no reroll. I got a six. Six damage. That will not be enough. Yeah. So where's he's he end almost. up? He's not getting out of the way. He's um, not getting I don't think he's going to get away. He's um, going like to get, three he gonna get it. He was moving away, so it should be. Yeah, one, away. two, three, four, five, six. He moves here, and he'll just start... Hacking away. Uh, nah, he's gonna dash. Yeah. He's he's fleeing like a little scared baby. And those so, are, those beds are there. Are they rough so terrain? So five, uh, six, seven, yeah. eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Yeah, those beds are rough terrain. Actually, makes it hard for them to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't put the beds in front of the doorway, stupid. So that's a yeah. full dash. Would that have normally gotten an opportunity attack from? No, because when he's in swarm, he has reached zero. Uh, Yeah, he only reaches the square he's in. And he also already did his attack this round, so you only get one of those. Uh, When you think about how far a beetle can reach, it's their tiny little beetle arms just can't reach. All right, then it's Mock. Okay. um, To kill him, Mock. Yeah, I mean, Mock unfortunately is a dwarf with, with rough terrain in his way. (laughs) <laughs> I don't have 10 feet to jump the rough come, terrain. Come over to me, I'll, speed I'll five. throw you. Um, Actually, could I? So, <laughs> basically, this is another one of those situations where I think it's going to be 5, Ten. 15. Basically, I'm going to need 5, 15, 20, 25, and I'm going to need my reach once again to get to the foe I have. Like, so crucial to have this pull arm <laughs> to get at the fucking guys I need to kill. Well, yeah, it's one extra reach, which makes up for your one reduction in movement yeah. as a dwarf. I'm sure it's like carry pull! <laughs> so... Um, Mock comes thumping after him. You blockhead! I'll I'll have your head. Bearjaw broke your weapon, and you gonna turn and tail like that? You filthy piece of cowardly orc scum! I'll see you hung it. Yeah, I don't know. But then he doesn't even get to strike at the guy he's yelling. Of course at. not. He gets a little winded. He's very exhausted, so he's just like, oh, this, uh, get him, Ooh, what did you say he was, Baron? And then attacks him. Orog. Okay, the Orog. Baron said that he was a. <laughs> I clicked it at the wrong time. Og. And sees sees that his uh, his, his feet are are, are are locked down. Yes. Ooh, uh, locked down and he can't move at all. So he just like cracks a wry grin that no one sees because this asshole is turning it back to me and says, <laughs> "Center of mass. If you can't use your feet, you are dead in the water as a fighter." Just goes center of the mass and plunges that hooked tip straight into like the the body. It was AC twenty four. That will hit. Um, see that D. Let's get that D. With me. Come to our music. Ooh, good reroll. Good reroll. Music music. Motherfucker! Motherfucker! Pretty nasty. Um, meeting meeting full plate beneath the 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 furs. Here's a screeching as it just kind of like bends and nicks a piece of flesh as it gets turned. And he goes, he goes, devilry! Uh, swinging, swinging back again to uh, to to pound again. When you're when they're within a protective shell, you're just gonna batter them to death in their own armor. That's a twenty AC. You doing uh, a bonus action? Bonus action. I didn't hear any of the damage. So four, four damage on the first. I one. rolled a one twice. Wow. Elven reroll. And you only have plus three. Yes, plus three. Ah. I didn't take my strength bonus. She has a, she has plus one for her weapon. 
Hmm? She's a yes. magic weapon, which adds yes. right. to right. 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 I, I have a pretty it, mundane base. It adds to my weapon and my hit. Yeah, but she has plus five with that plus one. Right, because yeah. she took she took strength bonuses. Oh, oh right, right, right. Instead of a feat. Uh-huh. Oh, because her strength is plus four. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so very Bear strong. Fairjaw is a prime specimen. Fairjaw strong. Well, and kidding. she did take a feat that included yeah. a strength bonus. Dude, he only has Oh, one. cool. Tower yeah. Brawler. Uh, He's only got like <laughs> one hit point list. So, uh, I assume 20, does 20 AC hit? 20 AC does hit. Not by a lot. Oh, we roll. Okay. Uh, that's another five damage as he just comes around and just clubs him, bonk across the across the thigh. This guy has already taken uh, taken more hits than his brethren could, and he is still standing strong. Like he is looking at you with just a defiant look of uh, uh, of bloodlust. Action point. Oh, that was his bonus action attacking with the butt. What's action point? Uh, he has literally an, an action. It's a fighter thing. It's basically, fighter thing. Fourth, they said fourth edition was a mistake, yeah. except for fighters, and they basically kept everything. That's what they did. <laughs> they get second wins, they get action points, they get fucking all of it. Amazing. Damn right. wrong. Action point. And what was it? It's your... actually called that. It's called action search, but I'm calling it action point. Yeah, call it action point. Um, uh, basically, it's that is a. Uh, it's going to be a 17. It's going to be a 21 versus AC. That'll hit. Um, and we're going to try this again. See if I can get anything other than... There we go. How about eight more AC? Eight more to damage. Eight more to damage. As Mock, as he sees the determination in this, this, uh, this orc's eyes, and it, 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 uh, it only hastens his blows as he comes quickly around for one more haymaker of just like the, the knife edge of, of, uh, of head shaver, 12 to 6, right on top of the head, and just like puts a dent in whatever helm, or whatever, he's not wearing a helm, he puts a, a dent in the in the shoulder armor, drawing a thin line of blood that begins to leak down the furs, matting and wetting them. With yeah, the orange right. blood. Then. Uh, now it is oil vein. Are you, um, are you looking to get rid of this guy who's running away? Uh, I'm trying to think if, I, if there's a way I can Cause, do that. Because he's if, definitely, I mean, if, you just attack him. If He's so, I, I wanted to attack the the Orog guy. Is there a clean? If I get in this area, is there a clean line of sight to? Yeah, yeah the beds you, are, are low. Step, They're low. Okay. You don't even need to do that. If you step on that first blood inside the room, you have an unobstructed. You have a non-cover shot on. Okay. Because uh, your corner. Also, there was something from my previous turn that I wanted to clarify. Where it was uh, mm-hmm. if you if someone succeeds on the saving throw from shatter, they get half the damage. But the thing that I use to protect Mock automatically gives him a success on that saving throw. Does that mean he also gets the half damage? Oh yes, I think it would. It would. That's so that was fifteen. And, and, and it was seven. That, seven that's why his face was so white because he was <laughs> partially shattered as the tremors kind of like bled up to. And then he sees that maniacal voice and he's like, he feels nothing about this. Well, then <laughs> he feels kind nothing. of like he's he laughs, but then he realizes, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, but but Bach didn't understand or hear the oh shit part. He just saw maniacal <laughs> laughter. He's got some explaining to do later on. Uh, that or Mox um, like, cool, bro. We're, we're so cool, right? You're not gonna like fucking throw that shit at me again, right? <laughs> I'll have to watch my distance. Uh, you can cut corners. Um, Save you a step. Mop will take a little bit of a tremor if it means slaying the two orcs dead where they that stand in front of them. Sweet. One, two, little sweet. three. Well, don't forget the rough terrain. Oh, yeah. How much So, you can cut the corner between me and Drust in there. And that actually ends up saving you a square. Cutting corners. Classics. The oil vein way. One, two, thing. three, mm-hmm. four, 
Well, they're up. I have notes. Dead body! So one, two, three, four. Five, six to it on the bed. Five, six? Yep. As far as you can go. There you go. And that's, you got as clean a line as you'll get. All right. Uh, okay. What are you going to do? You uh, they don't need to do a lot of damage. He, is, he had a max of 15 hit points, and he's been hit twice. He's taking, so. he's taking 13 damage. All right. So if you hit him, he's pretty much dead. Uh, if you have at least a plus one bonus to damage. Uh, 17 to hit. Easily hits him. You can't! He's, he's not even, I mean, he is like stumbling over the beds, like backing up, like running Crying. away. He is not, he's not dodging, he's not even looking it. in your direction. So what comes flying at this guy? Uh, it's oh, yeah. a bolt of fire. Oh. Uh, That's a warrior's death right there. Is that enough to kill Oh yeah, her? yeah, easily. Okay. He has two hit points. Two damage, I got two. That's so you rolled two? Your, oh, you have no bonus? No. You could have rolled one? Yeah. Well, uh, I could have changed it, like with my uh, spell sorcery thing. Oh, okay, yeah. That's, two damages, yeah. only just hey. barely enough. Hey. And so <laughs> it strikes him, and it's, it's not. It does not obliterate him. Like it strikes him, and as he was like already stumbling, it's just enough to knock him over as his hand reaches out and his fingertips touch the door that he was trying to flee through. <laughs> And you just see a streak of blood down the door as his hand reaches out. And you realize that his hands are just bleeding from the palms where the shattered weapon had just cut into his hands. And he just, his hand slides down the door. And he's still, he's like still breathing his last dozen breaths here uh, with his hand like touching the door and his fingertips like wow. just barely wiggling. Nice huh. of them. Bear jaw. Right. Bear Jizzle. Okay, Bear Jaw can get. Bear Jizzle. Mm, well, that's that's only on the like the third or fourth date, but okay. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six. Right there we go. Oh, you easily get there. Yeah. Yeah. She's not. She doesn't have to reach for it. I'm speedy. Speedy, speedy. Long legs. All right. So this has just like a fortunate open shot to this guy. Yeah. He's not in a good tactical position. Dude, this guy is. He didn't, he didn't have a reason. chance to. I mean, he it. was in a good tactical position. There were four orcs standing in the way. Four I, I like, orcs and I feel like even though I can like, see oh. Dan's spreadsheet or Dan's character sheet, there, the notes section is unavailable to me to make a note. So I'll have to make a note on my own sheet. Mm. He took six damage. You can't modify his sheet. Yep, yes. That makes sense. You can't okay. do any modifications. Mm. I will add. Uh, I have a trim. <laughs> So on my tool sheet. <laughs> well, it's only two Why do I have a drum? Eagles, and knows. they only last an hour. So if we roll play for longer than an hour, the damage goes away anyway. He's just <laughs> had one less use of his animal shift, wild Sorry. shape form. No, oh, he, I thought he, he retains the damage. No, his is short no, no, no. rest. He gets beetle shape short rest. Yeah, but I thought he retains the damage. Also. No, no, no. That's that's part of the whole advantage of him being tanky is that they essentially the when he goes into wild shape, he gets a whole new set of hit points. And when those run out, he gets his regular hit points back. Oh, wow. Yeah. If he takes a hit that knocks him from Wild Shape into his regular form, basically whatever the carryover, he takes that. Wow, that is strong. That does make Jiru's pretty tanky. And, yeah. he's, and he's short. It's a short <laughs> rest. It's a long rest refresh. Oh, no. Careful, he careful. fell over and Sorry. died. Um, okay, so Verja's just going to attack him straight up. Uh, assuming that's... He's not... Thank you, Lincoln. He's right. He's right there. He's on the okay. beetle spot. Yeah, Sorry, you got him. Thank you, Lincoln. You got him. Okay, that's a 20. Right in front of the... uh, uh, I guess it's, it's Bear Jaw's turn. Let it get some focus here. 
Uh, 20 total? 20 total. That's really high. Yeah, I rolled a 13 and I had a plus 7 to hit. You hit him. All right. Bring on the damage. Uh, it's a 1d8. Plus 5. Okay, that is 5, 6, 7. Um, I don't have any, like... Oh, no, 7, 8, 9, because it's plus 2 melee damage. Plus 2 from your rage? Yep. That's bigger than it used to be. No. What's uh, on my sheet right now? That's what we just been there. We just used to say, we used to think twice we thought it was to attack bonus. No, 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 it's to damage. It's no, to no, damage. it's to attack bonus. No, yes, yeah. we've gone back and forth a couple times. Couple times. But we never applied it to both, so that's yeah, kind of okay. Yeah, yeah. call it a wash. <laughs> yeah, and I often forget it, so. With that strike, well, what does it look like? Yes. He's not dead, but what does it look like? I'm bringing it down, because um, she's very tall, so she can just take a strike and, and over her head, and it's just. Leverage. Leverage! Uh, cleaving into the joint of his neck and shoulder. That's right where the, the plate right pauldrons, where right where the plate pauldrons covered in furs uh, don't get, and it just cleaves into... On any on any squishier race, it would have just, like, lopped into the jugular and they'd be <laughs> gone. But this orc, like, the blade stops short of a killing blow. Probably like, hits in, a bone. Just they in have his hard neck. bones. It hits a bone in his, like, shoulder neck area. Breaks it and breaks and it. And he just grits his teeth. However, as, as Bearjaw's blade just, like, easily slides out of the wound, blood is <laughs> spouting and, like, pouring down from it. Remarkably, he is still standing, but this guy looks hurt. Fairjo says, "You have hard bones." He's got I like, like that. he's got that bloodlust in his eyes, but you see a look of fear has fallen on his face. Uh, Baron, I'm doing the scream again. He's more useful in this moment. Baron, but also the uh, being the guy who knows about okay. the orogs, maybe you're the one to make the play of whether or not this guy's worth talking to or not. No, kill him. Baron, you're the guy that would know. What do I know about orogs? I mean, they have a surprisingly keen intellect. Um, that's about it. They tend to be able to... Uh, they are also extraordinarily strong. Um, so that using, uh, uh, using their raw strength and their, uh, and their greater guile, they tend to uh, be able to lead other orcs, and other orcs tend to be convinced that their, their extra strength comes from one of their gods. So they uh, generally... They become natural leaders, even if they are not good leaders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they basically they, they organize. They organize people around them. Uh, Baron's opinion is too dangerous. If we die, we're the little ones. Sure. No, I, I, this is Eric saying that this is a, a decision that Baron should make for sure. Mox yeah. not saying, "Hey, we should question him." That's not Mox style at all. Baron says too dangerous. He Kill thinks him. Uh, actually, Baron doesn't do anything. Baron steps up a bit, but Scrimcorn eats this guy. <laughs> eat, eat. All right, he you're gonna, oh, you're gonna attack with Scrimcorn. Yeah, he cores out that armor. All right, roll that attack. We'll do plus five bonus now that we know what it is. Oh, easy. 23. 46. So count it, don't count it. Uh, right there. There's something funny about 46 that I'll tell you. Do you want to count it or do you not? No, I don't want to count it. Okay. It Four rolls point. never count. Doesn't matter what is that point. the max roll of a 46? Well, that's nice. 14. No, the funny thing is that he has four hit points left, so even if we rolled four ones, it would have killed him. And I was really hoping it would be four ones, because that would have been comical. That would 14. Be <laughs> so 14 instead is quite a bit of overkill. Hollows out that armor. 
Oh, just clean. In seconds, the armor just clatters to the ground as... Does uh, he scream while he's getting eaten? Does he, is it fear? Oh, yeah. Is it it is a No, no, no. It is a... excruciating? It is excruciating pain. fear, pain, uh, uh, orcish screams of... Do the beetles, uh, like, burst out of the sound echo through the chambers. Yeah, the just tunnels. screaming out curses, uh, using all of the names of the, uh, the orcish gods, uh, Strike my enemies down! Thrumish, and the other one you said earlier. As then uh, lava, his lava. his guts just start spilling out into uh, into his armor as the uh, as the outer layer of his body just disappears and the uh, and it clatters to the ground and silence falls over the spite silence and the dog lone dog barking. That's a fair job. You got clean bones and teeth now. Clean bones and teeth is perfect. Very clean. This is why we have such a symbiotic relationship, me and me and uh, the scrimcorn here. So clean. So clean. Picked clean. Uh, any other enemies on the board? No, that was it. Cool. And you stopped that guy. His bloody streak down the door shows that you stopped him just short of uh, of leaving and perhaps alerting others. Uh. I recommend that we close the secret door and have a short rest on these beds to catch our breath mechanically. Take a nap. And Mok goes, Mok sits down heavy as he as he eyes oil vein with a certain new, a, a, a new sort of kind of wariness. And he says, he says, he says, that was some strange forces you threw our way, Lado. But he says, but to be honest, I'm grateful for it. Orcs on three sides is nary a place that I'll find myself of comfort, and I know you did it to bail me out. I tried to hold it back, Mark. I tried to, I tried to keep it at bay, but it was a little bit too much for me to control. Oh, I clearly, I didn't see, I didn't see my liver trembling about the ground like <laughs> I did with theirs. <laughs> I'll be careful next time. He says, but he presses further. And he says, he says, do tell. What is the nature of these powers for? I, uh, I don't know Drostrin's illusions too well. Illusions too well. <laughs> but uh, no dwarf wizard or wizard that I've seen in my life would, uh, would bring those arcane shapes to bear. To be truth, it has an element of darkness and evil about it. I'm still trying to figure it out myself, but it's... This arm, it's improved my sorcery, and I can do things that I've never been able to do before. He says, I'm a practical man, but you're testing my religion. <laughs> and Bear knows it's a joke, because Mlock is not a believer. <laughs> Has that changed at all after uh, seeing, I don't know, Baron up close a little more? Uh, Baron and Dressen resurrected? It really has not. Well, I will say this: the, the Baron and, and, and Dresden, it hasn't been revisited since. You you know where things stand. I know where things where they stand, but you don't know if things have shifted. Fair uh, is, is where I'll say it, and I, and I'll say Eric doesn't know either. We haven't had that conversation yet. Fair. <laughs> um, trying to game the system a little bit here. Dresden, <laughs> are there fleas or cockroaches on the beds? Yes, cockroaches. Drustin. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, flea, flea, fleas, they might be snow fleas. You have to have some kind of flea that's like can handle the cold. <clears throat> They're bed bugs. Nothing oh, cockroach. uh, what was it? It is cockroaches, fleas, and bed bugs. <laughs> I really want to hear the Jersey guy. What was it? Ongas? Ongas? Snow owl. Snow owl. Uh, this is 
Unga, give us a look there if you would, please. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> good. <laughs> good. Well done. Uh, a look where? What were you checking? In the room. At the door. Or oh, yeah. So, but some of these adventures, by the way, they're like... It says there's a hidden chamber, which you're going to find. Okay. Um, there's like a loose stone on the wall. But it says a successful DC 10 wisdom check. But why is it not perception? Dude, yeah, like, I... And also, why DC 10 when literally every character's passive would meet that? Because it's only kind of... only an idiot would not think there was a hidden chamber. <laughs> but but it's passive, sort of... the passive comment that he said at the end is exactly the other part of this, right? Like, yeah, it's, why it's... wisdom rather than the skill? And then why a DC at all of that? I mean, I suppose part of it is the fun of yeah, it's it's, it's a it's a shitty orc hidden chamber that's like to you guys super obvious. Every character can see it, <laughs> unless anyone's got a minus uh, uh, the wisdom. Unless for some reason, like we stand at the door fighting, we can't do we can't use our passive perception when we are engaged in combat and we get pressed so. back. No, you do in combat. Like you do passive perception is constant. It's fucking bastard. You know it sees guys that are stealthing if it yeah. meets them. So it's kind of there's some odd odd you know pieces of the design. Anyway, the point is, uh, yes, there is a uh, there is a very poorly concealed loose stone on the south wall. That must be this guy's. Uh, that must be this guy's um, thing. Um, and uh, there's some. Uh, there's a sack with some uh, with some money in there. A total of uh, a total of sixty five gold. Cool. cool. In a mixture of gold pieces and silver pieces. But again, I think we're at the point where we're just going to count the gold. Yeah. I'm not worry about that. Do any of you guys have... Basically, bear jaw can carry so much that encumbrance doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> fuck yeah, bear jaw. Bear jaw strong. <coughs> Do any of you guys have weird things about taking rests when there's tons of bugs around? Uh, I mean... Not mock at I mean, all. Scram. I'm leaving it at that. Obviously doesn't, but... Anyone else? No, Bear, Bear Scream is like so happy. Nomad. Yeah, who's the? I think Barrett is the most fastidious of us all. Barrett is probably the cleanest and the He's most the used corner. to like what we would consider civilized living. Like most of his time has been spent living in a nice, comfortable dwarven hold in his house with his wife, like enjoying all the, the comforts of life soft. and amenities and whatnot. Soft. So. So yeah, <laughs> sleeping in a flea-infested dwarf bed—he's orc. He, orc bed. He's probably gonna pull out a like sh- clear some dirt and pull out his own bedroll if if we're taking. <laughs> you feel, five. You he pushes feel the like mattress a, off the cot and like lays out his own bedroll. You can feel rats like gnawing at the hem of your pants. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Are you able to sleep through that? I mean, this is just an hour rest. Yeah, you're just a short sleep. rest. You're just you're taking a. But these day. orcs, but, but these rats. They're pretty bold because the orcs like they don't even pay mind to it. Like the, the rats start chewing on the orcs' clothing and we they don't even specifically them. ask uh, Scrimcorn to like Pied Piper some of the vermin away, and he's able to just like do a little dance and like weave a magic. And literally, all the vermin like kind of come to him in this strange form. The mattresses some, start some leave and some kind of hold court with him. And it's a little bit of this thing where kind of like heads are turned, but no one really wants to fucking know. Did you guys have to fight over who had to sleep in the beds right next to the, like the now congealing pools of blood? Well, no. Well, no one's sleeping. It's just a short. I realize that you're taking power naps, nah, but nah, like this is. I mean, mock is again battlefield readiness means you, you get up, you fight. People die. If you're not dead, you rest when you can. You eat when you can. You get up, you fight again. Like there's just like it's a bit like this iteration of like conflict adventuring. Like it, 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 it the soldier's life. Is different from the adventuring life, in as much as the adventurer carves his own path from his own personal point of motivation, and the soldier takes orders. Like that's the difference. Other than that, it can be they can be very similar to one another. Mock, 
Mock uh, would put an army ranger to shame. He sleeps. He sleeps. He slept in. He slept in far worse places. So Bear does pretty injured. Not not dead. Not on death's door, but certainly. It's, How does that look to everyone else? I mean, that's because she's, she's so coughing, often she's not injured at all. Blood. It's hard to see on the. Exterior. Her exterior is pretty Other than good. The, glove, the blood flowing up. Yeah, the just mouth. kind so. of, you know, like she just, she's like busy taking the the fangs and and, and you know, as, as promised. You know, as as you do, and then you know, just occasionally she'll do, like, and there's like just a big blood smear all over her arm, which she doesn't seem to pay much heed to, but you know, it's pretty striking. You are right. um, So. Reminder mechanics, no, short rest, you can spend your hit die to get health back. On short rest, you can spend your hit dice to get health back. Ah, then So how many surges die. are you going to use? And so you have four, because right. you have one That's per right. level, and yeah. it's this dice matches the hit point die that you get when you level up. And you I get one back what, for each long rest. I don't know what that die rest. is. Uh, so. One for I, long rest. What? I thought it was half for long rest. I don't remember. Half hit die for long rest sounds actually right, more right. Or maybe it was like you refill half your hit dice or something. Yes, yeah, it's, it, it's a percentage. At, at any rate, bear jaw will be full because bear jaws use no hit, no surges in a long time. It's so not it's surges. It's, it's not skill surges. It's, it's just like literally hit dice. They're called hit dice. So we're level five. So she has five. We're, hit level, dice. No, we're level four. A four. So she would have two hit dice to spend that she could recover in a long rest, or four to spend if she doesn't want to recover them all. I mean, I'd Why? say spend them. I'd, I'd spend them. I want to know who reminds Bearjaw to heal herself. Unless Baron... Because um, <laughs> at the um, moment... I'd rather not, not blow a spell slot. She's not... Uh, yeah, but she's, she's doing a little... I'm saying narrative. narratively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bearjaw doesn't take much notice of Bearjaw looks mangled <laughs> and torn up and, and Baron looks at her and says, Bearjaw! Ah, uh, big sister, or maybe little sister. I don't know. Age, age is more important than size. Little sister, you're a bit torn up there. You should uh, maybe get a bandage on or clean some of that up. Like I got a water skin, and we could we could patch you up a bit. I mean, you should you should take a minute. <laughs> she goes, okay, perhaps so. <clears throat> I cannot see out of one eye. I know you can certainly shrug off quite a bit in a fight, but it looks like it's catching up to you. I'm okay, I'm okay. And she she goes and she finds like a shiny surface, which happens to be the breastplate of this this uh, plated corpse. <laughs> this, yeah, she this. shines it up real nice and then she holds a light up, which is her lit hand, and then just starts like fussing with the inside of her mouth with like a, a bone needle she has. And she stitches up the inside of her cheek, which she ended up biting when she got hit at some point. Okay. And is just kind of like bizarre um, battlefield medicine here as she like stitches up her own wounds. Just quietly, not hmm. not hissing too much about it. Um, is anybody else injured mechanically? Uh, I, uh, you know, I, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> You're good? Good. You're good? I, I didn't take any hits. I was in the back. The take short rest mechanic is actually I feel really, great. Use, really useful for how many hit die you have available. <laughs> you can track it. Resetting maximum HP changes. Yeah, I'm gonna need really good. Like the, t- the, the I'm, I'm recommending that. using. Oh, you mean yeah? Yeah. yeah. You, yeah. Use the, you start using the digital sheet. It's awesome. Well, what, you the look, reason I couldn't before is because my phone had six. Oh, six. If you click short rest, <laughs> you can see it shows you right here. So you've got barbarian hit dice. Your hit dice are one d twelve plus two. 
fucking awesome. Each of your hit dice. No, so, I... so you roll the die. Let's get to, let's get a d12. Mm, there you are. Do you get to roll each one and choose if you're going to use another one? I would think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I would, yeah. I would, I mean, so roll. I just need to do, uh... You're down how many? I mean, you're 31. down a lot. 41 down to 17. So, so. roll one. So you're, you're down. That's good. So that's oh, 12. So now what are you 30. So, so yeah, 29. And so another. Do another. So that's check that one. That's good. Definitely spend two because you can get, get two back on the rest. Yeah. Oh. Great rolls. Thirteen. So you're literally another eleven now. So she's uh, she's topped off with two okay. dice. She's got forty three now. Forty two. But like yeah, I mean. But like, you can't go. Oh over right, because yeah, go you over. Don't So forty one. That's. <laughs> I do very well patching myself. Heal rolls are more important than damage rolls. They are fun. Fucking fact. There we go. So that's and I still have two left. Good. So yeah. I marked she, it on your she, detail sheet in case you change that next. Thank week. you. Um, so yeah, so she just spends so that time. So you up the lift, the, 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 the mouth, and, uh, and you the, kinda... now you're no longer bleeding, and you literally look like you are... Spiffy! Spiffy. And your reduced <laughs> damage dealt, your your stone's endurance is reset. But Correct. you have used two out of your three rages for this long rest. Yeah. 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 Two out of three. But that's okay. However, you were pretty low, down to 17 out of 41. Yeah, well, not. I mean, they caught her early and hard. They soaked the all the, the hits in the first... Like Big two fight javelins. and here in this I fight think she too. She soaked all of the hits in the entire combat. <laughs> <laughs> well, Baron took one I from uh, from uh, oil. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, 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 I took a, I took a small hit, there? but like, no, no, uh, I, I came into this fight drink, full. Drink, drink. I came into this fight oh, no, full, and I got knocked by my buddy. I got, I got, I got <laughs> shot well, once I didn't get hit. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So no, happily, happily, the damage sponge. No, you just took your drink. Barbarians are funny like that. Like they are, they're, they're damage sponges, but they're not. We get that shield, which is smart. Yeah, that was there's okay. Shield. Now hang on. You guys are resting. I, I, yeah, I want to. All right, I want this roll. This is a, bring it. Bring it back around. What's the roll? Oh, oh, you guys are resting in this little orc place, right? Yeah, we, we basically yeah. On. No one comes in. I love you this. never know what no. The, the, the nice thing about being on the outside is you don't know what yes or no you're gonna mean. I love the yes no die. And I, I mean, you, you you would think that no is because it could be. No are they safe? Yes or no. Or, but I was or doing this trouble does arrive. Orc, does it just trouble arrive? Yeah, exactly. Yes or no. And I rolled no. Okay. I love this uh, yes no die. Everyone should buy a yes no die. Everybody buy a yes no die right now. If you have any, oh, if you have any problem with your finances, your marriage, or just finding a new job, get a yes no die. Can I roll that die to see if I should buy a yes no die? Yeah, you should roll, roll that die. Should you roll a yes/no die? No. Huh. I'll I, still buy one anyway. I already have one, so it says no. <laughs> yeah. By the way, this is from. Oh, I can't remember if it was Games of Berkeley or Games uh, of Berkeley Endgame. I think, I think you were pretty. They're I, both in Berkeley. I think it was Games of Berkeley. I think it was Games of Berkeley. You were endorsing that about the time of that show. I want. I would love to do a little trip with whoever wants to go to Games of Berkeley because their dice selection is choice. Yes. Yeah. Much better than Gamescape North. Can we have a field trip. Yeah. Gamescape North is a great store, but their dice selection is pretty slim. I got but, my dice from Gamescape North from their assorted bins. Uh, yes. We did. Uh, yeah, <laughs> maybe next time we do like a full day event. I know it's not, probably not going to be a full day event, so maybe we combine it with a trip, uh, a field trip. A we field keep trip talking like, about doing a field trip. Well, since we killed Dresden, uh, we Dresden. didn't kill Dresden. Since we ended our Dresden campaign, the San Francisco hey, trip is dead to me. Was he's not. Dead. We didn't need it because it wasn't for the Why, same reason. At some point, we talked up 
fucking the town below San Francisco with all the graveyards. Coma. Coma. We need to go to Coma. We need to go to Coma. Just so we can yeah. see. I and wander around a graveyard. I caught the thinnest slice of season Ugh. three, but I was on that trip into SF, that one of the one of the first trips. That was a fucking blast. Mm-hmm. It was we awesome. Go back to that, uh, Difference between the graveyard and the cemetery, go. And we just need to go to dumplings. In fact, I we didn't hear just you just go said, so. and go to dumplings. <laughs> the difference between a graveyard and a cemetery. Fences. Yes. Dumplings on. What's the difference between a graveyard and a cemetery? Go. Fences. Nope. Well, maybe, but I don't think so. <laughs> uh, mausoleums. <laughs> One next to a church. Graveyards are next to a church. Cemeteries are their own independent thing. Wow. Oh. Really? That was a guess, uh, but uh, yeah. I saw that on the internet. It and may not be to be very clear, to be very clear, what it means being next to a church, it means being affiliated with... Wait, wait, you're about to kill my trivia. Go for it, Greg. Right, so <laughs> I hear your trivia. Okay. Good. <laughs> I return a trivia to you. What is a church? What is a church? What is a church? Uh, I would say any place of Christian worship. You are correct. Because that was that was news to me learning about nine months ago. And there's synagogues that are the all generic term is temple. A temple is a holy building. A site I, for whatever I, religion. Growing up Christian, I just assumed church was what everything was because that's just what you do when you grow up one particular Wait, way. Don't you guys go to a Christian mosque? If I were Muslim, I would say that, right? <laughs> no, no, that's what, that's what a majority religion... That's what a majority of religion thinks. Yeah, Everyone's much. just like me, right? Yeah. I did not realize that church was specifically means a Christian house of worship. I probably wouldn't have actually thought that through had it not been... Had it not been in the context of yeah. trivia? Yeah. yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Because uh, we, were, we, were, we were calling like... We were saying, oh, it's like a Jewish church, it's a blah, blah, blah church. And then we were informed that that's a silly thing to say. Well, then I wonder about the etymology of the word temple. There's the Christian mosque and the Jewish mosque. Was that that just the word for the local religious flavor in some other old religion? It could be. It could be that we co-opted some poor old religion. That's like saying Christian Zoroastrianism. Get to have a building. Yeah. All right. Uh, Anyway. We're back on topic. No works. This is what we bullshit about for about an hour as we heal up with Bearjaw sews gaping wounds together literally at no cost to her, her health or hardiness. I, it's called a temple of Morden, not a mosque, not this a church of Morden. Says, Do you guys have churches to Morden? <laughs> yeah, exactly. This guy lives in the forest. Hey, don't, don't piss him off. He's got, he's got literally all the vermin over in his side of the room. <laughs> and my wife's remains are in the graveyard, not the cemetery. She's proper burial. <laughs> was a good woman. Was a very good woman. Oi, the best. Oh, and her... Oh, her, her truffle. Her truffle salad. Ugh. I still think about the dressing that she put on. Uh, so, sorry, sorry, man. <laughs> the, was, I mean, was delicious food. I wouldn't be the, the dwarf I am today without her. You wouldn't be half the dwarf you are today. Jeez. I. She built. She built you to what you are. And I'll break it down before we're done with this blasted adventure. I. It put a tears to me, I to say I've lost a stone since she passed. <laughs> Where oh, you oh Ben, a single stone. <laughs> oh, it's a... Uh, I will find you no stone. Measure of weight. But it's less of me. Yeah. Hmm. I find this hard to believe. Um, what about that? All right. <laughs> Anything else in this room? And what was in the secret passage? Oh, Never. sorry. There were a couple. We said it was a shitty secret passage. It was just no, no, you, you, you got the you got the money from it. It was some money. Mm-hmm. Eric, you you noted the money. He, he recorded it. He recorded Excellent. It. He said anything the on the. Uh, uh, let me tell you all the rest. So, uh, the 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 urog, 
Uh, he had a potion of healing on him. Oh, nice. Uh, normally, oh, you need a short rest to identify a potion. You take a little taste from a short rest to identify it as a potion of healing. Um, and, uh, that's about it. That was the total treasures. Everything else here is... Uh, he's wearing what kind of armor? It was plate mail. Just regular, ordinary plate mail. Is plate mail good? Orc-sized plate mail. Like, I think plate armor is actually goddamn expensive. You can tell that this plate armor, you can tell that this plate armor it's made of was plates, pillaged plates. off of uh, quite, probably a human, and then like, I think that's like, better than what he's wearing. Bits of it were cut, and uh, and like the pieces where the plate is like connected together was crudely like stitched together to to fit the much larger frame of this form. Wow. You're wearing heavy armor, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean this is it plate mail heavy. This was gonna, yeah, this is gonna come up, of course, uh, absolutely. The the investigate the craftsmanship. Basically, as I think you guys were discussing while I was taking a pee, Mock wants to know what craftsman or warrior this orc stole plate from because he knows uh, that there is there is no orc that he's ever even heard of in any story that could make a set of plate mail worth worth even like using as a paperweight. It's fifteen hundred gold pieces. Yeah, it's plate not. mail is no fucking yeah. joke. Like, like Mock, Mock doesn't own plate mail because it's too fucking expensive to own. <laughs> like that's that, that is, and that's impressive. narratively and mechanically the fucking truth. Okay, and so uh, uh, Mock knows craftsmanship, and he sees that this is of elven make. This must have been pillaged off an elf, or perhaps someone that bought uh, uh, bought armor from an elven crafter. But this is uh, definitely has sort of the. Uh, the telltale signs of some elven craftsmanship. It has not, however, been taken care of over the years since this orc has probably had it in its possession. And as I said, the the, the different parts of the plate was like cut yeah. and then relashed very crudely with, um, uh, let's say, like a, a it's like, animal it's like, leather, it's like a, a brigandine armor that was like widened, like poorly poorly tanned uh, lashed uh, leather leather like. Straps, straps uh, to make it fit a bulkier frame. However, you know it worked. Like it, it worked on him. I mean, you um, combine like you know whenever you got between the armor, you had like this rock hard orc taking the blows. It's not like a weak a weak being. Yeah, uh, and the, the metal is particularly dark shade. And uh, Mock knows metalworking. Like there's a particular sort of uh, not chemicals that. Too modern of a term. Is it, is it a finish or is it an alloy? Or is it like no? It's an alloy, like a particular. Uh, this must have been smelted with uh, with a particular additive that sort of turns the metal darker, mm. uh, which is unusual for elf craftsmanship and notable uh, for that sense. Cool. Like the elves don't normally uh, don't normally go for that aesthetic. Perhaps the elf that crafted this was uh, emo. Uh, was in the you know was a sort of a, a, a in the dark elf persuasion perhaps mm. perhaps even a drow hard to tell. Um, Mock doesn't necessarily know all the intricacies of different sort of no 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 no, no. So orc or, or elf society. You can see quality where quality lies, but in terms of like the whatever etymology of, of anything, he, he's not a historian. Honestly, dress would have almost a better chance. He would say that this is a, a passable passable craftsmanship. Like yeah. he would go, good job. Like. You, you could you could learn more, but like this is a solid suit of armor. But with the years of like orc ownership and not taking care of it well, like it is as unfortunately and to mock probably tragically yeah. like fallen into a much worse level of disrepair. like sort of disrepair. And he sits there, kind of like inspecting it, muttering in advance, "Hmm, elf make, not but it, it'll do." And uh, the 
the, 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 the rusty, the jagged edges. Mm. What bit is salvaging? Bit of bit of oil every bit of oil every week and uh, a, a steel brush every 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 month or so would have kept us in much better. Oh, oh, he, he slashes it through and he's kind of looking at the fittings and he's kind of like working the joints again. Plate is something where it's put together where freedom of movement should be there and like he hears like the screech of like some things that are like dented and like out and you see him like actually grab a tool or two and you see him start kind of like twisting things. You know, almost like like almost like an orthodontist. That's how of, he rests. Yeah, <laughs> like working working out a little bit of kind of like the mismanaged things. Like he just sees. You have glasses. You have glasses. If you ever try to fit your own glasses to your face, you'll understand how it's just a skill that's not intuitive. You're like, oh, it feels off here, so I'll bend it like this. No, no, no. You like bring it to like lens crafters, and they bend it in like a completely different part of the glasses, and you're like, oh, it fixed this thing over here. It's just not intuitive how kind of dense and things need to be adjusted. So he works out some of the worst ones, and you kind of like hear kind of like a little bit less of a screech, and he's like, "Twill do." And he looks down at kind of the splint mail that he got from the Ukraines and like not too long ago. And sure. again, to to Baron, I mean, maybe to the people who are becoming familiar with Mock and his ways, <laughs> you can piece it together. But like again, Mock, the craftsman he is, the fighter he is, like to be rolling around in like low grade armor or like just like cheap soldiers chainmail, like clearly corrals too heavy one night or clearly like it's just mismanagement of his own life and funds that like has led him to this a fall occurred yeah and and it's peaks and valleys right like he probably has has had better stuff and worse stuff and even on like this campaign he's dished a few weapons grabbed a little bit of that broken had a mall smash he picked up a new one in mirror bar now he made himself a head shaver he's just kind of flying by the seat of his pants it's like something that kind of comes to your guys' mind Baron knows a little more deeply. He just kind of like sees another chapter. I mean, he's gotten letters about the family. There are Christmas cards that get sent out, and he's just like, you know, who knows? Anyone see Mock this year? Like, no, maybe next year. How long year. ago was Mock's fall? Yeah. How many? Because September's are what? Plus, he basically. Oh, so there've been plenty of family reunions he, where he, a lot of the stuff's been hashed out. And he spent forty remedied. years fighting in Citadel Oddbar mm. in some capacity and then probably for 30 years what? within the Iron Guard mm. of Citadel Adbar. you definitely <laughs> know that and before that there was probably 5 to 10 years of just aimlessness and water deep like just mm. lost like hmm. where's Mach like what's he doing like and Baron, Baron Baron knows that timeline he can block it out he doesn't know all, all events no. he knows very little I know a lot of the broad strokes but you know a lot of the broad strokes and so like him kind of like piecing together another piece of armor and like Seeing him a little bit on the rise, you know, it's just like I was. Uh, imagine you're you're happy for him to get a, like a nicer piece, but again, it's, there's this little bit lingering question: of how long it's gonna last? Is gonna is he gonna parlay this for something? Is 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 gonna be gone the next day? Um, but it's it's good enough, and he's he he he's able to suit it up. Um, you know, really like add add a few pieces to the splint armor. It becomes a bit of a conglomerate himself. It's not like necessarily changing from one thing to the other, but really using these pieces as additives to what he's got. I mean, Mox kind of been everywhere, sort of wandering around. Is it, a lot of why Baron sought him out in the first place, just because he. You assume Mock had kind of seen seen some shit. Yeah. And, uh, a bit of a counterpoint in some way. He needed someone who had seen some shit when he was like, I'm going out in the middle of nowhere to do something, uh, to go on this mission. So you showed up at Adbar and collected him from the Iron Guard, right? Like, where he was... Pretty much. Passing his days and just, like, whatever, going from raid to raid. He wasn't going to go wander around looking for lost dwarven lands and relics on his own. Yeah. 
So it was like, all right, we need something. And Mock was like, well, I'm not doing it for the money. It's like, well, here's a job, ain't missing children. It's a place to start. Yeah. And so, like, off they go. It's one of those things where, like, maybe he had developed enough loyalties to be like, you guys need me here. And at in the Iron Guard, there's so many heads that are just like, you fucking kidding me? Like, finally some family showed up for you. Like, you're the guy who's always just showing up to fight and never seemed to have your heart into it. Like, get the fuck out of here, man. You should be... Like, a goodwill hunting moment. Like, worst... Best moment of my day is, like, showing up at your door and wishing you were gone. Hmm. Get gone. And so finally he's... Finally he leaves. Finally a, 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 a family member comes to collect him with enough of a reason for him to leave. And he, he's, he's off onto... He's off onto this next adventure, which... You know, you know, begins to gather some momentum and takes us to the present day. New chapter where he's where he's where, he, where he's fitting a few you know dark elven plates to his to his thighs. You know, maybe adding the greaves, maybe a few pauldrons on top of that splint mail. You know, some some reinforcement to like the you know the the, the armpits and and kind of like the, the the rib cage. You know, you still have kind of some of these things poking out, and he creates some fasteners, bringing out a little bit of wire, his own leather leather fixings, and by the end of it, he's just he's he's stretching himself and, and moving. Gives gives it a, 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 a kind of a curt nod of, of passing grade, and he's ready to go. I picture that scene from uh, Good Ben the Ugly, where mm-hmm. Ugly is like in the gun shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tuco. Yeah. He's listening to like all the like. That's a great call. That's so great. I love how he just puts together that kind of like Frankenstein parts. It's like. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. He's mixing, he's swapping. Yeah, and this the uh, this cuirass, this the uh, you know the uh, that greaves, those pauldrons, these uh, these uh, um, man, I don't know what the, the, the name is for like the the boot, but anyways, and it's just kind of is is, is piecing them all together, um, and, and, and it's deft and it's automatic, it's 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 innate, it's it's not it's a, it's, it's almost a practice automatic motion. He just kind of sees where things fit together and pieces it together and whatever. It's, again, it's an ugly amalgam. Not not made for stealth by that means. You still hear a few creaks and a few scratches along the way, but he'll get that. He'll work that out next time. He's got a few hours on a file by the forge. Oil Vane walks by as you're testing out your new armor. He covers one eye. Looks looks pretty good. Uh, he he smirks and says, <laughs> "He says, oh yeah." He's like, uh, "Any other crazy dark forces you can uh, you can insource them for the armor? Yeah, make make me uh, immune to fire or uh, or can swim in acid." Let me see. I'll think about it. Bearjo just no one can swim. He says, "Oh, it'll be but He says, uh, "Let's just make sure when you reach down to that pit of yours, you're you're not missing your target like before." <laughs> <laughs> He takes out his, his little piece of mica that he uses to cast shatter, yeah. and he just like wiggles it. Scold. Is there Scold anything? Say. Is there anything unusual about that mica, or is it just a shard of stone? Uh, it's just like kind of the material that he uses uh, to channel that uh, that spell. What so shape is it? It's a uh, it's like a little piece of like uh, it's kind of it almost looks like a perfect like skip like a skipping rock. A skipping I rock. like but it. But it's all kind of it's a little bit round jagged. or rectangular. It's a little bit more uh, on the rectangular side. Rectangular side, this sharp corners, like, sharp edges. Corners, sharp this is edges. like the one ninety nine a minute dwarf phone yeah. call. Tell me about your stones. <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, like... <laughs> what shape is it? Dwarves d- <laughs> judges either by it, so exactly. that's why I'm asking. Like, he breaks standard. it out and Mock catches it and he says... jagged edge. He says, uh, he says, uh, he says well, I don't know how this functions, but if you ever want a better stone, grab, grab bear or myself and we'll find you something. Something impressive. 
I'm gonna take you. Well, this, the the item in particular. I mean, it's. I'm sure it's different than what we do, but I. Uh, I've I've used things that's not my shield before, and you got, I don't know, different incantations that require different focuses or something. It needs mica. Needs mica. But you know, might be better mica. I agree. Better stone mica. is better stone. Are we arguing? I'm, no, no. I'm just saying it does need to be mica, though. Oh, okay. Upgrade. To, you know, a better quality of stone won't do. Needs to be mica. And the Mica's. shape. It's, it's a skipping stone. He says, he says, perhaps something like, a, like an arm. And he says, he's like, a, and the fist, like surrounding a ruby, deep, of deep, of deep uh, scarlet hue. And he's like, and he starts thinking. And he begins to kind of like scrape a little bit of like a design on like a, a piece of scrap steel. And he starts thinking about it. He's like, oil, oil vein. Next, next time we are in a tavern, a point or two about this. <laughs> I love how discussions are measured in pints. <laughs> <laughs> I like the sound of this. Yeah. I think you do a better job before I move forward. No, no. She okay. spends her time healing up. Well, that's right, yeah. She, yeah she's fucking <laughs> sewing her mouth together. Her mouth. He, she's just like hearing this conversation. What does it look like in the end? Rocks. She just like looked gnarly. Like... No, she does a damn good job. But she does a really good job. If she, if she's able to. Benja's uh, hot. She can s- suture like subcutaneously. Cool. Me, me those, those little what kind of an, is this a straight needle or a curved needle? Um, for, well, it depends on what we're doing, but it's a curved needle okay. in this case, in order to. Is this like a fishbone rib or something? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's like she's pretty deft with it actually. Huh. Like clearly she's done this before. She's clearly used to traveling on her on own. On her own, you you have to be able to take care of yourself. You, you know, you can't just run into a healer in the middle of the Arctic wastes. Because while dying. To the That's tusks of a boar, <laughs> killing, uh, killing a Goliath would be like a hero's way to die. But to die bleeding out slowly or from an That's infection just afterwards would just That's be pathetic. That's pathetic. Like, you deserve to die if you don't even just know. Took me out yeah. after a couple you know, then we'd be all like, "Good, I'm glad you are dead." So you got an you infection in my perineum. Any longer <laughs> embarrassing yourself? Hey, listen, if you if you ever have taken some damage to the perineum, you know you have to take okay. care of that now. So after you Not guys after you shot to the tent, <laughs> after you guys take an hour. <laughs> After you take an hour and some change to, uh, as, as, you know, discuss, relax. And then, so are you taking that plate mail mechanically? Yes. Okay, yes, that's, that's what I figured. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, well. Um, um, are you, like, wearing plate mail now? Uh, I am giving, so I do not think there's any other use for the splint mail, so I'm just going to discard that unless we mechanically, someone's going to advocate for mechanically. Unless you can so, sell it, but, I mean, it spell, like, sells for I a mean, bit. I know we could, like, the, the bear drop pack mail, but I kind of just want to be a little reasonable about it. Like, he's making the amalgam, and I think narrative is going to leave mechanics here. Okay. I mean, I, I, the flavor-wise, if you're basically, like, Harvesting bits from the splint mail and the plate mail to make something that's equivalent to plate mail. I think, yeah, you kind of lose. No, I like it. This is already cost above. modified to be. I, was, like, I was wondering if you were going to set me up, and I, you totally did with yeah. that splint cool is description. Like, splint is 200 gold. No, it's always bugged me that, that armor you just sort of treat <laughs> as magically size. sized for everyone. So, no, let's get a little narrative in there. It's really, not the way I, it would be. I really appreciate it. It takes that. work to change the size. Super like, cool. Yeah. Clothing. No, Everyone at this table wears different size clothing. I love the idea of Bear Drug going, like, Greg kicks my ass in a fight and wants my shorts. Like, 
What the fuck? Right? <laughs> like, that's just gonna be like, stupid. It's not, they're not gonna be good on you. They're gonna be no. really stupid. So, <laughs> you, welcome to the '80s, eh? I mean, uh, the right thing then is really to beat up people who are bigger than you. Because smaller people, it's worthless. <laughs> <laughs> now, to be fair, in this guys. era, clothing would be closer to to, to to fewer sizes. You're not gonna have you know seven different sizes sitting on the rack. It's just well, they're adjustable. It's different, well, created different ways. But anyway. It's done. You guys uh, go through this door, I assume, right? To see the next area. Fair enough. Um, and as you open the door... More oh, orcs! Sorry. <laughs> uh, you see that this door opens up into a uh, into a hallway, that uh, a very short hallway that heads uh, north to south that leads off to the east on the south side. Um, and at the end of the passage on the north end stands a statue of a fierce-looking dwarf in heavy mail armor. The stone warrior holds a sword in one hand and a smith's hammer in the other. The statue is about seven feet tall and stands on a large stone pedestal. This is what you see at the left side of the door when you open it up. However, directly in front of you, you see on the ground is a couple of crudely created, what you might even call flags, uh, uh, just like scattered on the ground in a couple different places. Uh, and it, it's um, it's like some some brightly colored rags of clothing uh, uh, on a metal stick that's been jammed into the ground uh, in in between the the stone pieces here that erosion and perhaps corrosion has created openings and these little like posts have been stuck in the ground. What does Justin make of it? Good call. Justin uh, uh, says, cousins, don't don't take a step further. This is and he looks forward and uses his passive investigation, which is extraordinarily high. <laughs> <laughs> Trust him from wherever Kevin's teaching somebody something. And he says, <laughs> he's uh, outed his girlfriend's family farm. Oh, he's teaching something, all right. He says, there's a... Let that pipe. He says, there's a mechanism here. It, uh, he says, it will trigger if we step on it. These flags, they must be uh, uh, reminders to the orcs to step carefully. And he uh, points, and you now that he points it out, you can see this must be a pressure plate here, a trap. Uh, uh, a trap, presumably, as pressure plates are almost always for yeah. bad things. It's not for, not for poppers. And there's a yeah, let's just say, welcome to the hallway! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray! Hooray! One millionth customer. Look, it's all of our gold! And as you make that joke, Justin says, actually, I have spoken to some wizards in my time, and, uh... Justin. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Goblin you have been traveling with a magic mouth that says... Come to the Circus of Value! Oh, do Welcome to the Circus <laughs> Uh, so, uh, you can see that, yeah, these flags must be exactly for that purpose. It'd be easy enough to avoid now that you see what to look for. Oh, yeah, they have the orcs anyone... that. And so he's doing his investigation. He can easily tell, and he says it's linked somehow. It's linked somehow to the statue here. The statue is probably not the first time recently that you've seen a statue spew forth hazardous material. No, not at all. But the, the dwarves, again, these are people that can, that can mold stone with a degree of accuracy that is stunning. And so, much like Michelangelo painted the Sistine Chapel, the dwarfs will create a likeness not just of any dwarf, but probably a specific dwarf. And is there and 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 dwarves see lineages in the likenesses. Maybe they don't know this dwarf, but they may know something about where this dwarf came from. 
um, to say that, oh, this person's probably from Ethiopia or Croatia or something. Like, if you are trained in that, you will be able to see those details. Um, is there anything that jumps out like that to uh, one of the dwarves in the party? Uh, absolutely. The tales of uh, Durgeddon, the master smith, uh, uh, are in the books. And uh, you believe that this may be a statue of Durgeddon himself. It meets the, the description that those of you that have studied, uh, certainly Jerusalem, if no one else, yeah. um, have, have seen that uh, this may be of, uh, of the man himself. Mm. The man, the myth, the legend. Mock is odd. He says, and uh, it, it feels honored to be in the presence uh, of... Uh, Again, the afterlife is a, is a tricky thing and different from every culture. And here to have, like, again, to, to bring someone's likeness, you know, again, you don't make a statue casually, right? Yeah. And, 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 and the statue makers don't have a casual position in dwarf society. This is something where to honor him in this, it's, it's almost to have him standing before you. And Mock is not a, a religious person, but he takes, he's, well, his religion is in question. But he takes a moment and he, he, he stands in, in some awe, being in the presence of this of this great crafter, and uh, isn't is, is the first one to leave the room. And as you as you meditate for just a moment among this, uh, you know, take, you can all easily step over this pressure plate. Nothing else there. Um, as you as you look at this, you you your mind travels to the to the mindset of the the crafter that would make this. This is a this is a man. This is a dwarf who. His uh, his home was sacked by orcs, and he led the survivors to this new place to build a new home. And you can see this 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 statue um, uh, crafter, you know, creating this in honor. You and you've you've seen such things been ordered before, and you could see it quite possible that this this trap was was created as a uh, as a defensive measure and it's quite possible that the statue maker was not told to make it in the image of any particular dwarf but chose to make it of this uh, uh, of this hero that, that led his people to a new home giving them a chance at a new uh, at a new chance of survival and, and thriving community and uh, and you could just Imagine the craftsmen who decided to uh, to honor their uh, to honor their leader in this way. And when Mock is done taking a moment, he simply says to all, not to the dwarves, but he says, "We walk hallowed halls, companions, hallowed halls," and then follows follows suit as we continue down the path. All right. The hallway, uh, the hallway branches off into a long hallway to the east. Uh, there's a short staircase that heads down to the south to a uh, to a closed wooden door. A quick uh, uh, a quick peek or a quick listen from Anga indicates that she does not detect anything inside. A careful open of the door, and you see uh, you see bedrolls and what must have once been a living quarters in this area. Sorry, let me get back to my little cool flavor description here. Um, Here we go. Uh, there's a small chamber covered in poorly uh, poorly cured animal hides and illuminate, uh, not illuminated. Um, there are some Find old bronze sconces <laughs> that uh, that have not been lit in quite a while for their uh, the would they be charcoal like the the fuel in them is is old that and tacky and, pitch stuff. Yeah, um, the smell in this chamber is indescribable. Um, 
So don't As it's just rotted bits down <laughs> here. It seems that even for orcs, this this uh, living quarters must have been abandoned um, some several weeks ago. Uh, you can see that by the organization here, it seems like there's only uh, one bedroll for a humanoid, uh, if an orc, a very, very large orc, more like the size of an ogre, which you know orcs do uh, associate with, and a couple of uh, a couple of beds, probably for some large uh, some large animals, um, perhaps uh, perhaps pets or so. But this place has been abandoned for a bit. It's as if uh, whoever was here moved out recently. Continuing to travel along, and, and it's a dead end otherwise, and there's no valuables to speak of in this room. Yeah. Uh, again, evidence towards uh, the, what, whoever was here has, past, right? has moved out. Uh, but not too long ago, you know, weeks, maybe even months. Why weeks and months? What happened here that caused them to move? I mean, they captured a human not long ago. Adric's business seemed ancient in terms of the more the shorter lived races orcs are not long lived I mean what would happen in a matter of weeks Mark says Justin loves these questions and is looking I mean, all around the room like carefully looking at what's Mark and Mark, and Mark simply says brother you know cousin to me it speaks of a, the perils to come he says perhaps perhaps this was a greater force weeks months ago but that these perils await us farther into the tooth. Didn't they mention that we were uh, that they possible. thought that they thought we were sent by somebody? They th- who? What? The 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 orcs on the bridge. They said, "Oh, troglodytes. we were sent by said. the troglodytes. They're attacking us." They did say that troglodytes. Which is like, I remember that now that I can interpret the language that was shouted at that time. (laughs) (laughs) What? Do I know what a troglodyte is? I would say so. They're. Yeah, it's like, it's a baddie. It's a baddie that's in the world. Maybe there's internal conflict. I mean. They're reptilian savages that haunt underground places. Dwarven holds tend to be rather large, and as we saw in the Sunless Citadel, I mean, that place was. Couldn't hold more than a clan, and at least had like a group of kobolds, a group of goblins, it had a human druid. Holy dragon! I mean, uh, it could be we got a few factions down here. Uh, we got orcs, perhaps that have had to tussle with something else and lost. Oi, there are a couple of orcs that were here a moment ago, had a tussle and lost. <laughs> hey! <laughs> <laughs> oh, ah. Uh, a lot going on, but it does feel good to kill orcs. <laughs> he says. Uh, he says, "I'm no crusader, but cleansing dwarven, dwar- uh, cleansing a stronghold of dwarven lineage speaks to me bones." Aye, I'll agree to that. As you explore, what uh, Dristan, uh, uh, after sort of investigating the room, he says, uh, "He says there was somebody large living here." I, he says, he says, I would think an ogre by the uh, uh, by the by the size of the uh, by the size of the bed and the um, he says and the droppings in the corner. <laughs> he says, but uh, he says. But whoever it was has not returned here for uh, for quite some weeks. He says, I would think perhaps even a month or two. Ogres? He says, right? just one. 
water just kind of. He says, I think these tight. were pets. As he points to the the other like beds on the floor. He says, uh, these is underground has its own sort of scary business. I'm says, sure boil in can tell us all about it. Dumb brutes. But uh strange, right? Strange to have them up against this uh the, the, this orc faction as it is. He says it doesn't seem natural. He says, I the world is full of perils and evil beasts. Have them laid on top of one another like this. Strikes me as unnatural. He says, quite the opposite, cousin. He says, he says, it can be common for races like this. He says, a single ogre could lead a band of, uh, could lead a band of orcs. He says, this is, he says, these are, uh, these are people that lead by strength and shows of force. He says, an ogre that proves that, uh, that he is, uh, stronger than the others. He says, he could have, uh, demanded obedience by threat of violence. He says, he says, it is not the normal way of things, but also not unheard of. He says, yeah, he says, you, your knowledge, Drusen, I don't... Nary heard of. Nary heard of. (laughs) (laughs) Nay heard of. (laughs) Mark says, he says, I I don't know the mindset of these beasts like you do, Drusen. He says, uh, I've spent my, I spent my time in their destruction and not in their understanding. He says, <coughs> I, <coughs> it's, uh, it's pretty natural. You know, it's probably the fittest, uh, the strong, dominate the weak. <laughs> We're in the middle of, uh, of nowhere. It's fucking cold outside. As you're discussing the possibilities <laughs> here, you head down another hallway. You even find another door that after uh, a bit of careful consideration, you open it up and see another room. This one full of uh, several skins on the ground that may have been another sleeping area. But this place, too... Uh, is filled with more rot than uh, than recent living, yeah. uh, giving more evidence as Drustin uh, also concludes after a few minutes of investigation. It says he does believe that the forces here must have been larger uh, not too long ago, but uh, perhaps have moved out. Because the uh, the cold of the winter season here, you know, and the hunting around here, it may just be that they decided to move on to another place. These are Orcs like- don't. Like they don't have like winter stores or like anything like no, that. No, no, they don't. They don't like to plan ahead. They like to to kill and crush and pillage. Yeah, it's just perhaps some stayed behind either through a play to uh, lead their own uh, smaller tribe, a disagreement, <laughs> uh, or it could be just holding the place until they return in the in the warmer season. It's hard to say at this point, but uh, definitely this place has been uh, uh, reduction in reduction in force, so to speak. Um, and in these places, there are also no valuables to speak of. Whoever left took whatever valuables were, were with them. Picked clean. Unless we find something special, right? Like, a, like any sort of ancient dwarf. And, uh, and you continue on down these empty hallways and find uh, sort of crates and barrels stacked up on the walls of a particular, lar- a particular wide uh, uh, cavernous... I don't want to say hallway. I keep saying hallway. I want to say a warehouse. Corridor. Maybe like a like a like a chamber. A supply station. Chamber. A cavern. Yeah, this long cavern with a bunch of chamber? sort of storage area here to search all of these. Uh, we'll you take quite some time. We'll give a few barrels on knock. I mean, does it seem like these, these barrels are even empty? A couple of them empty? are empty, but <laughs> some uh, some have got some stuff in. You look in and you see uh, piles of furs in one, and uh, might be worth uh, taking a look. As you uh, consider what the current fate of this area of the place may be, 
We'll continue next week. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Love it. That's good. That was a good one. Ever closer, ever closer. Creeping. I mean, with the talk of jewelry being manufactured in this area and Baron's hunger for diamonds. Uh, yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be looking in the corners and I don't know. I feel like we'll send forty beetles into forty barrels to see what see if Scrim can help see what they can see. See what we can. Forty beetles were just exposed.